0: The other was a national nice anthem. And here are the batting owners now. For the Dodgers, leading off and playing second base, Stevie Wolf. Bill Buckner will be in left field. Jimmy Wynn in center field. Steve Garvey will be at first base. Joe Ferguson in right field. Ron Fay will be at third. Bill Russell, the shortstop. Steve Yeager to do the catching. And Andy Messerschmidt will be the pitcher. First ball has been thrown out by the ex-Stable Cardinal great Hall of Famer Stan DeMarnusio. The, the batting order for Pittsburgh will be Rennie Sennett at second base. Richie Hepner at third base. Al Oliver in center field. Willie Stardew in left field. Dave Parker in right field. Danny Sangean to do the catching. Ed Kirkpatrick will be at first base. Frank Tavares at shortstop. And Jim Looker to do the pitching. Jim, who is a Southern California product, he's been bouncing around a long time. Had a good year this year with the Pirates, winning 15 and losing 11. Earned run average is 2.78, 1-1 one one this year, and that's his lifetime record against the Dodgers. Jim Rooker, 6-footer, 201 pounds. He was born in Lakeview, Oregon, grew up in the Southern California area, and now lives in Kansas City. He played at Kansas City for several years before being traded over to Pittsburgh. He came over to Pittsburgh in 1973. Last year he won 10 and lost 6 At Kansas City in 1972, five and six. When he came to the Pirates, they used him about half and half as a relief man and a starter. This year, he has been starting most of the time. He has started 33 games. This is his 34th start and his 34th game. Okay, we're all set. Time to play ball. Davey Lope steps into the batter's box, and Rooker looks in for a sign, and game two is underway. The first pitch is a fastball for strike. So Davey Lopes starts it off. Davey in the ball game yesterday. went 0 for 4, but he had a walk, and he made a couple of fine-fielding plays, and he stole a base. Now the 0-1 pitch to Davey. That's low with a fastball, and the count goes to 1 and 1. One ball, one strike to look. The Dodgers have the edge in the series after a sparkling three-hitter yesterday by Don Sutton to give them a one-game lead in the best three out of five. Rooker delivers high with a curve, and the count goes to 2 and 1. Billy Buckner on deck, and then Jimmy Wynn. The Dodgers staying with a lineup that goes against left-hand pitchers. That means Ferguson plays in right field. Here's the pitch to Davy inside again. Ball three, and it's three and one. Yesterday, Gary Royce was a little wild in the second inning. In fact, he walked Davy Lopes with the bases full for the first run. That one stood up until the Dodgers added two in the ninth. Here's the pitch to Dave, and he is on with a walk. The Lopes draws a walk to open things up here in the first inning, and Bill Buckner will be the batter. In the words of Dave Lopes on our pregame show, Rooker has a good move. He's tough to steal on. So we won't expect Davey to do too much running right now if the Dodgers go for a play instead. With Buckner at bat, they might even go for the butt with Jimmy Wynn and Garvey to follow. At third base, Hefner comes in on the edge of the dirt. He's ahead of the dirt now from the base about three steps. Lopes away from first. The look over by Rooker and the pitch on the way. Curve is in high. Ball one. And Buckner falls away from there. Rooker pitched the last game for the Pirates in the regular season. Gave up four runs in the first inning. Hung on though. And the Pirates eventually won the game in 10-5-4. Again, Lopes off first. Rooker with a look in the pitch to Buckner. Fastball to finish for strike and it's even it at 1-1. One one. Buckner in the game yesterday had a double in the seventh inning. So Billy Buckner now looking toward third base coach Tommy Lasorda. Jim Gilliam coaching along the lines at first base. And Davey Lopes with a short lead away from first baseman Ed Kirkpatrick. Again, the stretch and the look. And the left-hander now goes to first base and Davey gets back. Senator's is at second. Tavares is short. Hebner is at third. Sargil Oliver. And in right field today is Dave Parker. Here again is the look by Rooker, and the pitch on the way. Buckner uh, looks one of the right field. we on the line. It's going to be a base hit. Here goes Lopes around, headed for third. The forward cross is cut off, and the Dodgers are at first and third. with nobody out in the first inning. As Buckner pulled, the off-speed it and hit it into right field near the line. So Billy Buckner is single. Davy Lopes racing around to third, and Jimmy Wynn will be the batter. Wynn coming on, hitting
1: 271
0: in the regular season with 32 home runs and 108 runs batted in. So Jimmy Wynn stepping on now, trying to get the Dodgers on the scoreboard here in the very first inning. Brooker in the game on Wednesday, as you mentioned, gave up four runs in the first inning to Chicago, but then he got tough after that. But the Dodgers now trying to get it going as Wynn takes the fastball outside, ball one. One ball and no strike. The shadows again are cast behind the player. In other words, Jimmy Wynn's shadows come back behind him toward the dugout. And it's a little tough to spot the ball. We're looking at the dark side of it right now. There's a curve over for a strike and the count is One One ball, one strike. J.D. Lopes standing at third. Billy Buckner on first base. Billy's second hit of the series. Dodgers trying to get the lead here over the Pirates. Game two. Now the look and down it comes. Wim takes outside for a ball and the count goes to 2-1. Yesterday, Buckner had a double. The Dodgers had nine hits in all. Three of them doubled. And Wynn doubled into the right field corner to drive in a run in the ninth inning. And a very big run, it just was. 2 and one count as Jimmy Waite. Drucker set again. Delivers to win. Way outside. Ball free. And a bad one here with blow them up for Javi. Hands are getting a little uneasy right now. Crowd is bigger today than it was yesterday. And it was just over 40,000. Today, it will be over 45,000. And the Dodgers return home after the game this evening, work out tomorrow, both clubs will work out tomorrow, and then they get ready for the big meeting beginning Tuesday in Dodger Stadium. Here's the pick to win. And it's a fly ball the shallow center field, coming across fast as Oliver, a long way to go. He's there to make the catch. Baby Sags heads down the line, and the throw comes right all the way over the head of the receptor, knocked up by Rooker, but woke up the hole to third. The winner's out on a fly ball to shallow center, and the Dodgers are not want a risk. A double play here in the first inning, so Lopes held up. Even though Oliver threw the ball over the head of the catcher, but Rooker was right there to back it up. So wind can't get him in, and the batter now will be Garvey. The win going on a 3-1 pitch and a fly ball to shallow right center field to Al Oliver. Garvey at bat, hitting 3-12 on the regular year. 21 homers and 111 runs batted in. But so Garvey now will try to pick him up. And the Pirates now will set the infield double play. That's to try to get a couple here and close it out. A walk and a single to start it. Larry Demery begins to throw in the bullpen now for the Pirates here in the first inning. Here's the look and the pick on the way to Garvey. Fastball of strike. Going one. That play might have been, uh, well, a big lift for Rooker. And, of course, now he'd like to get the double play and close them out. But the Dodgers trying to get something going here and create a big inning. At least a good start. Runners at first and third, one out, Garvey waiting. Here's the look and the pitch on the way. Five ball down the right field line. It's going to be foul and out of play. Kirk going after that ball but couldn't get to it. Strikes through to Garvey. So Steve is quickly in the hole now to Jim Rooker. The Dodgers will have Andy Messersmith going today. Doug Rowe is due to pitch the first game on Tuesday in Los Angeles against either Kenny Brett or Bruce Keaton. Rooker now rubbing up a new ball Takes a walk down on the rug behind the hill Strike two to Garvey Buckner on first Lopes on third A walk and a single All right Rooker Sexy signs now That delivers to Garvey There's a broken bat ripper in the center field It'll be a base hit the runners in The Dodgers lead one to nothing As Garvey breaks his bat and loops one to center field And the Dodgers are in front for Garvey his third hit of the playoffs, a single to center and Garvey drives in a run that's his first RBI of the playoffs. and now the batter will be Joe Ferguson Fergie playing in right field had two hits yesterday with a sacrifice and drove in a run Buckner holding at second base on the play and Fergie now trying to keep it going here against left hander Jim Rooker alright Rooker shot again he looks in Ferguson waiting they played Joe a little bit to the left the pitch to him curve up high for a ball one ball and no strike I wanted all reading Fergie over the regular year a 252 average 16 home runs and 57 runs batted in Joe playing in right
1: field
0: Irish bring the infield up a step or two Garvey's at first Buckner at second one out and one in Dodgers leading one to nothing here in the very first inning as Joe Ferguson waits at the plate. Rooker taking his time, now ready to go. Set, look, and the pitch to Joe is outside with the fastball. It's two balls and no strikes, and Rooker is working behind the hitters a lot here. Although he got ahead of Garvey, then Steve got the base hit, but he had been behind the other hitters. He went as far as three and one on wind before he got Jimmy on the fly ball to shallow right center. So Ferguson now with a 2-0 count his way, and Ron Say is on deck. Again, the stretch on the look. And the pitch on the way. Way outside. Ball three. Three and nothing counts. So Rooker, a little bit wild here at the start. He, he walks lope, Buckner singles. Wins slide to shallow center. And Garvey, singled in the center field with a broken bat blooper. He's strong enough to push that one right through there. All right. 3-0 to Ferguson. He might be swinging if he likes it. And he takes high. Ball four. That loads him up for Ron Say. Second walk by Rooker. The Dodgers have the bases loaded in the first inning and stay trying to put the pressure on. As uh, pitching coach Don Osborne will come to the mound now and talk with Jim Rooker. The Dodgers really happy about the strong effort from Don Sutton yesterday. And now against R- Rooker, they're trying to get a start here and give Andy Messersmith something to go on. Their 20-game winner who was 1-1 and this year against the Pirates. Meeting at the the middle of the diamond, just in front of the mound, as Don Osborne, the pitching coach, is there. Tavares, the shortstop, and Stennis, the second baseman, also join in. And now they all break up, and here comes Osborne back toward the dugout. Ron Faye at that. Ron closed out the season, and he was a little bit on the downside as the season closed. Yesterday, he went 0-3, but was intentionally walked in both the 8th and 9th innings. Ronnie had three home runs and six runs batted in against the Pirates during the regular year, and he wound up with 18 home runs and 97 runs batted in. So Stay now has a chance to open the game up for the Dodgers here in the first inning. The bases are loaded, and the Dodgers have one out and one run in. And again, the Pirates play a double plate up as the pitch comes down to stay. said the shallow right field foul. Down the line goes Kirkpatrick, and he has a play to make the catch to the off. Holding a third is Buckner trying to draw a throw from Sir Cotty, but he will not go for it. And so Say fouls out on the first pitch after a couple of walks and a couple of base hits. Ronnie, not able to nudge him. So for Say, who when he gets hot, becomes a torrid hot. When he gets cold, he's frigid. And he's in a cold streak now, so they get him out. Here's Russell at bat, hitting 269. Still had two hits in the game yesterday. And lined out another time. So Russell now trying to do it. As they couldn't get him in. He has... The space is still loaded. Russell stepping up. And Rooker now trying to escape cheaply enough. Russell is the seventh batter of the inning. One in, two outs, three on. And Russell trying to do it. Rooker shakes off a sign from Sam Ginn. Now looks in. Into the windup. And the pitch to Russell. Strike on a fastball. 0-1. So he starts uh, ahead of Bill. Buckner on third, Garvey on second, Ferguson on first. Three on, one in. And Russell waiting. There again is the windup and the pitch to Bill. Lined at second base, caught by center, right at it. The Russell into the line drive, and Rooker gets away cheaply enough. With a run, two hits, he walks two. The Dodgers start off leaving three, and yesterday's game, they left 13. The score at the end of a half inning of play, Dodgers one and the Pirates Nothing. Well, the Oakland A's put their best pitcher, Jim Catfish Hunter, on the mound against the Baltimore Orioles Saturday, but it didn't do any good. The Orioles jumped on Hunter in the first inning and never let up. The final score was six to three, birds, giving Baltimore the first victory in their best of five series for the American League pennant. The Orioles' Paul Blair homered in the opening inning for the game's first run. And Brooks Robinson homered to lead off the fifth. Then Bobby Grinch hit a two-run homer to wrap up the Orioles' four-run outburst in the fifth frame and knocked the 25-game winner out of the contest. Orioles left-hander Mike Coyar pitched a steady, if unspectacular game, giving up seven hits in the first eight innings. Reliever Ross Grimsley came on in the ninth when Coyar gave up bases to the first two Oakland batters. Grimsley retired the next to three batters to close out the game, giving up one run in the process on a sacrifice fly. The only bright spot for Oakland, Bert Campanaris, had three of the hits off Poyar, and he drove in two of the runs for the A's. All right, the Pirates fans feeling pretty good about it. They got away with only one run. And the Dodgers now will have Andy Messerschmitt tuning up with Bennett, Hefner, and Oliver coming on. Andy, 20-6 and 6 on the earned run average of 2.59. And... Three and one this year. Three and one last time against Pittsburgh. That's Smith on June the fifth beat Pittsburgh three to two. A complete game. He worked eight innings. Now on the thirtieth, he lost to Pittsburgh four to three. He worked eight in the thirtieth. He has allowed six earned runs in sixteen innings against the Pirates. Here's Rennie Sennett stepping in now. Check Andy again. He was six and oh, I the pirates six and he shut them out. One to nothing. Now the pitch on the way to Senate. Hot ball for strike, 0-1. He lost to the Pirates 4-3. That's what we gave you that one. But he the first the game was a win, six-nothing. All right, Andy under the wider band. The pitch on the way. Too high for the ball, and the count one and one to Senant. Out here on a beautiful, sunshiny Sunday afternoon, the Dodgers coming home after the game. Workout tomorrow. Open on Tuesday. It's a breaking ball. Low gets away from the Ager Ball two, two and one. Matthew Smith, of course, along with Phil Negro, the only twenty-game winners of the league this year, and his twentieth game since the tie for the Dodgers against San Diego. High two and one at center weight. swings the bat. The pitch on the way. Lined to the left field. Buckman going back a few steps. He's there. Makes the play for the out. One away and it Flies to the left. One down the batter. Will be Hefner. Ricky, 291 during the regular year. And 18 home runs, 68 runs. batted in. <laughs> Messerschmitt over the year had 221 strikeouts. He was second in the league to Steve Carlton in the strikeout column. And he worked five innings on Wednesday in Houston. To tune up. Hepner takes a curve the curve for strike. One one to count at the bottom of the first inning, the Dodgers leading one to nothing over the Pirates. The pirates led the league in hitting with a 274 average. The Dodgers right back up in a 272. There's a drive in the right field along the line. He the changed Over the corner of the play, to it's further to make back in and so Heckner is on. And it's not a straight on the right field. He has the change up in the right. And the battle will be Al Oliver with 321 over Down from the top of the hill to straight hurt, And his brought up to the push off yes, Oliver The Pirates press hitter on the air Oliver yes, right, Oliver standing in And Andy sit Way outside for a ball One ball and no strike On the way, there's a ground ball down the first base line. Garvey steps on the bag and has no play at second base as Bennett moves remember, Edna moves down, and all of us ground out to Garvey. With that, it's the batter. with 3-0-1 with 96 runs batted in. The Dodgers left the bases loaded in the first inning, he had a chance to open up the game against Brooklyn, but they get only one. And now the Pirates have a chance to tie with a base hit from Willie Sargul. Behind the mound, looking back toward the, the defense, and also the base runner Hefner. They play Stargill around to the right, although with a man on second base. Russell lines up to the third base side of second, but only by a foot or so, and he's on the outfield rim. Wilkes is about three steps back in the right field. Here's a big blow for the ball to they Big Wooly against the Dodgers over the year hit 194 with only five runs batted in. So Wilbur Stargill waiting, one ball on those strikes. Two outs and the man at second. The pitch is rolling in the dirt and blocked at the plate by Yeager. Randy has been off the target somewhat here, although he has recorded two outs. He got the change up, up a little bit and Hefner watch it into right field. Bottom of the first, one-nothing Dodgers, and a 2-0 count to Down it comes. He swings and look at the change, and it's two and one. Randy made that one a good pitch. He got it down where he wanted it, and Sargell was ahead of it. Two balls, one strike with two men out. Dave Wolver spinning that bat around. He's an ominous looking figure at that place. He scares the daylights out of you. Here's the 2 1 pitch. Missed the corner. Ball three. Three and one. The on deck hitter is Dave Parker. All right, three and one. It's cycles. Ready again. And Andy, wasting no time, delivers. He walks in. The and here's Parker about hitting 282. Four home runs, 29 runs batted in. So two out, two on, and this first inning is a dandy. The just got one, the Pirates trying to even it up or go ahead. Big Dave Parker stepped in there. September. He had 10 it's doubles, it's three triples, double, double, four there. home runs, and 29 runs batted in. A part time player in the outfield and his first base. He played in 73 games. They play him around to the right. Is pulling a foul down into the dugout at his strike one. Dave Parker. Parker is 6'5, 225 pounds. They got a couple of pretty good sized guys playing in that outfield that charge with a Parker. And Oliver in the middle is 6'1. one. I the 0 1 6 to him. Bouncing ball to Lope. Davey has this one easily. Underhand the Garvey and the inning is over. But so Parker rolls out. And the Pirates are done in the first. No runs in a hit, and they leave two. And the score at the end of one inning of play. Dodgers one, and the Pirates nothing. Well, there's a lot of professional football, of course, scheduled this Sunday in the National Football League. We'll run down the games for you first today. Atlanta is at New York against the Giants, or actually New Haven, Connecticut against the Giants. Baltimore at New England, Oakland at Cleveland, Washington at Cincinnati, Buffalo at Green Bay, New Orleans at Chicago. Pittsburgh at Houston, Denver at Kansas City, Detroit at Los Angeles, Minnesota at Dallas, Philadelphia at San Diego, and St. Louis at San Francisco. Some scores in. In the first period, Reggie Rucker caught a 69-yard touchdown pass from Jim Plunkett. The extra point good by Smith. New England leading Baltimore 7-0. Meanwhile, Lamar Parrish ran back a kick, a punt, 90 yards for the Cincinnati Bengals. Horse Muleman kicked the extra point. The Bengals leading the Redskins at 7-0. And in the first period... Kotar of the New York Giants Doug Kotar, a 44-yard run the extra point by Gogolak the Giants leading Atlanta 7-0 Inning 2, Dodgers coming on now they start in the 8th spot with Yeager, Messersmith and Lopes against Jim Rooker left-hander tuning up, he hit a little wild streak in the first, the Dodgers turned it into a run and before Yeager comes on, we'll pause for station identification this is the Los Angeles Dodgers radio network this is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. This is the Southern Command Radio Network, an affiliate of the American Forces Radio and Television Service. It's
1: the end, Around the world
0: again today on American Forces Radio Service. We'll be with you again on Tuesday from Los Angeles. Uh, one up time will be at 12.15 Pacific Daylight Time. Brooker warming up now with Manny Sandian. one to nothing, Dodgers leading. And, of course... You know by now that Baltimore beat Oakland yesterday 6-3 and the second game comes up today and then they will switch and go into the East and play in Baltimore on Tuesday. Jaeger, Messersmith, Lopes coming on. The Dodgers lead 1-0. We'll have a reminder about the tickets. There are still some available for the series in Los Angeles. We'll have the latest information on that for you in just a moment. Hope you'll make your plans and join us for some of those games. Here's a pick point, a drive in the right field. Parker going back to the ball and toward the line makes the catch to the end. So Yeager lines the right field, one away. Yeager yesterday hit the ball hard a couple of times but had outs. He lined out to third and flies deep to Oliver. So he is 0 for 5 now, but he's been hitting himself luck. Here's Messerford, a good hitter, coming on. Andy, during the regular year, hit 240. He had 23 hits, one home run, 11 runs batted in. So Andy Messersmith coming to bat here in the second against Jim Rooker, who also is a very good hitter. Okay, one out, none on, one nothing. Dodgers. Messersmith stepping in. Rooker taking his time to get a sign. Jim usually works in a hurry, but he slowed it down a bit here. Fastball is a strike. Pits it on the outside corner. Oh, and one now to Andy Messersmith. On deck, Davey Lopes. Dodgers are running two hits and they receive two walks and left the bases loaded. Here's the pitch on the way to Andy. High and away for a ball. One and one. One ball, one strike. Sangean giving signs. Andy swinging the bat back and forth. Now the pitch. Fastball, ball. Missed outside. Sangean glances back over his left shoulder. umpire a Paul Pryor. He wanted to know where it was. Fires at the plate. Wire, McSherry, Crawford on the inner bases. And Davidson on the left field line. Colosi on the right field line. and one count. Pitch on the way. Andy takes high. Ball free. Three and one. Dodd getting a little annoyed at Rooker. They were annoyed with Royce yesterday, and Jerry got by with walking three in the game. It cost him a run, and that turned out to be the difference. In fact, he walked four in the game at all. And then the Dodgers had three walks, just two of those intentional. Now the three-one pitch to Andy. Filed away upstairs, and it is three and two. In fact, all of the walks given up by Dusty were intentional. Three and two to Master Smith. One out. And Rooker with the new ball, ready to serve it up. Delivers. And he swings a fly ball in the right field. Parker coming up, has to play. A lazy fly ball. He's there under it. And makes the catch to the second out. So Parker's had a both open this here, And now Davey Lopes comes up. Davey walks. What's the third on a base hit and home on a base hit by Garvey. The so Davey waits just a moment for Andy to come back and have a seat in the dugout. It is hot in the Dodger dugout because the sun is pouring right in there. The Pittsburgh dugout is in the shade. A warm day, temperature will be in the 70s. When the Dodgers left Houston a couple of days ago to come to Pittsburgh, the weatherman said, bring it along the top coast. It's going to be cold. But so it warmed up and we've had night days yesterday and today. All right, Davey, look. Stepping in, Davey has not had a hit in the series, but he's had a lot to do with it so far. He walked the four center run, stole a base, scored a run, and cut off a couple of base hits. Takes a curveball for a strike, 0-1. Davey has faced Rooker before when they both played in winter ball. Davey, a couple of years ago, was about to give it up. He was 25, playing the outfield. The Dodgers wanted him to play in the infield. He said, no way. Now the pitch. And it's a curve high for ball, 1-1. He accepted the idea... And became almost an instant success as an infielder. A couple of years in the minors, and he's on the big league scene for the second year. Now the one-one pitch on the way to him, and that was popped foul out of play, and the count is one and two. He seemed to be a little late getting to that one. He got a breaking ball. Davey hit 266 on the regular year, and he hit ten home runs and thirty-five RBIs. Excellent leadoff man. All right, one and two, two outs. Rooker trying to square it away after a rocky first inning. And he has picked up two easy outs here in the second. Left hander set to go with it into the windup, band. He's pitched. and band in pitch. Davey, a fly ball to center field. Oliver comes up a step or two. He's going to make the play easily on this one. And the Dodgers go down quickly in the second. One, two, three. Now well, they're all gone in the second. And the score at the end of an inning of the half. Dodgers one and the Pirates nothing. A yellow flag went up on the second lap of the National 500 Stock Car Race in Charlotte, North Carolina today when nine cars collided on the second turn. The collision forced Buddy Baker out of the race after he had moved from his 41st starting position to 30th in the field. Meanwhile, at Watkins Glen, New York, Carlos Ruderman of Argentina, the winner of two Grand Prix races this year, Gained the pole position for Sunday's United States Classic when he toured the 3.37 mile circuit Saturday in a record of 1 minute 38.978 seconds on one of his final qualifying laps. Ruderman, the winner of the South African and Australian Austrian Grand Prix, and driving a Brabham, nearly edged James Hunt of Britain, who brought his Heeskep around the circuit in 138.995. Mario Andretti of Nazareth, Pennsylvania, who set the old Watkins Glen Formula One record of 139.209 Friday in a Parnelli, used that qualifying time for a place in the second row. Manny Sangin will start it off, followed by Kirk and Tavares as we go to play down the last half of the second inning. There are still tickets for Game 3 of the championship series to be played in Los Angeles, Tuesday afternoon at 12.30. These tickets are on sale today and tomorrow at the Dodger ticket office on Stadium Way. Tickets for Game 4 and 5, scheduled for Wednesday and Thursday at Dodger Stadium at 12.30 each afternoon, remain on sale at Ticketron. First pick to San game high over his ball once. So pick up your tickets for either Game 3, 4, and 5. They can be bought in strips or on single-game basis. Got driving around today. Stopped by Dodger Stadium. Got something. Round ball to left of the hole. It's start, No play. Ball goes to left field. They were playing Sandian up the middle. And he hit it into the hole. It's Stop for a base hit to left. Well, Sandian gets the second pirate hit. And the batter coming on will be at Kirkpatrick, the first baseman. Kirkpatrick and Messerschmidt played briefly together. for the Angels. And now Eddie coming on. He has a look at third base coach Skinner. And out with a ground ball that just did get through the left side of the infield. Hit number two. Kirk Buffy gave the Pirates a good look when he came in to play first base for them. And Eddie now has been in 116 games. 247 average with six homers and 38 RBIs. All right, left-hand hitter waiting. Andy Messersmith set to work. Dodgers set double plate up. They play around to the right against him. Pinch him up the middle a bit as Andy delivers a strike on a fastball. Faye is way off the line at third. Russell shades towards second. And Lopez is a little bit towards second. They do not figure that uh, Eddie's going to pull the ball through the right side. They play win and left better. Ferguson straight away and right. In fact, actually a little off the line and right. And Buckner is over a bit in left field towards center so they play him up the middle a ground ball to Memphis a change goes to Russell 1 and a first base double play so that ball hit right back to Andy got it between his knees and made his play to Russell and on to Garvey so a 1-6-3 double play there are two down now and the batter will be Frank Tavares with a shortstop Taveras hitting 246 with no homers and 26 runs batted in Frank Tavares. Tavares, not a lot of power. He has 82 hits, with only six extra base hits. Four doubles and two triples. Now the pitch, slider high. One ball, no strikes. Ferguson is playing a shallow right field. We're in a shallow center, and Buckner up a step or two and left, and they shift a little bit to the right. That pitch is low for the ball, too. On deck, a good hitting pitcher, Jim Rooker. Toto captain to Tavares. Tall and rather lean. Browns one to third, and it's right there in the bag. Up with his play, up on it. Three. Three.
1: Foul
0: ball. Bring it over, he'll have to do it again. Foul ball. Skinner is arguing with third base umpire Stag Crawford to rule the ball foul, and Tavares will be called back. He hasn't received the word yet now, and now he does. So, first base umpire Lee Wild will say, You have to go back. That was a foul ball. They fielded the ball, went through with the play, and from our angle we weren't sure, but Shag Crawford, the third base umpire, is right on top of it. He instantly called it foul, and so Tavares will try again. Two and one, the count to him as he comes back, gets his bat from the bat boy. All right, two balls, one strike. Andy, ready to go to him again. Tavares is right on top of that plate, boy, he stands up close, and the pitch to him, hit him, and he's mad, he kicks at the dirt, and he was hanging right over that plate, he slams his hat down, he got hit on the inside of the right arm, and it hurt him, but we just couldn't help but notice he was right on top of the plate, and Andy tried to move him out of there, and he got jammed by the pitch, right on his hand. The fans are booing, but if they had noticed, as we did, that he was right over the plate, you couldn't boo the pitcher at all. He, uh, that ball was almost a strike. That's how close it was. He was right in over the plate, and he got it on the inside of the right arm. He was mad about it, slammed his hat down. He didn't say anything to Andy, but he was upset. Now Murtaugh's out to see about it. He's hollering at somebody in the Dodger dugout as the trainer Tony Barterholm is talking with him. Mendoza goes down the sidelines. He might be ready to warm up. And Tavares is really mad. (laughs) His Latin temper came bubbling out there. And somebody on the Dodger bench might have been putting the needle in him because these ball clubs can needle pretty good. And the benches are very close by. He's going to stay in the game. And the team doctor now will come out and take a look at him. The Pirates team doctor, along with the trainer, will take a look at Tavares. He's got it on the inside of the right arm above the wrist. And he might be removed from the game by the doctor. No, nope. Doctor talking to Tony Bartero and to the umpire. Tavares is going to walk on down to first base. He's mad. But he got hit right on the hands. But he had those hands right in the strike zone. He'd only been hit twice this year. He goes down to first base. And he's trying to quench his fingers as he talks to Jose Pagan. The batter will be the pitcher, Jim Rooker. So, Tavares, who lost what he thought was a base hit, came right back, stuck the bat out over the plate, and got hit right on the inside of the right arm. Spun around, swung his hat and his batting helmet down. Got some attention from the trainer, had words with the dugout, and he's still not ready to play. Slams at his hat as Pagan tries to hold, hand it to him. He doesn't want to put his hat on. He puts the batting helmet on again. Temper, temper. Frank Taveras. Well, he throws the hat away again, and Pagan says, Well, I'll just hold it for you, and I think the Pittsburgh fans are getting a little annoyed at Taveras and his tantrum. Okay. But I'll tell you one thing. He was right on top of that plate, and he couldn't throw a strike on the inside part of the plate where he wanted to without hitting him. All right, here's the in there, and the runner goes. Here's the throw to second base, and it's got his time. So he's still second but Tavares trying to answer that his 14th steal of the year ball oh, one count that was not a good time to steal with the pitcher up normally but with a good hitting pitcher up there it might be okay anyway he's at second base with the steal two outs and Rooker now trying to pick up the run Tavares standing at second base A one ball and a no strike count as Andy looks back at him and the pitch on the way. A swing and a foul back out of play and the count is one and one. One ball, one strike. A lot of hitters who stand up on top of the plate, and I know Frank Robinson was up close, Ron Hunt stands up close. A lot of those hitters expect to get brushed out of there. But he got upset about it, but boy, he was as close to that plate as you could get. One and one count. He's dancing off second, taking a long lead, and the pitch to the batter. Swung on and missed as Andy fires a fastball in there to Rooker. One and two the count to pitcher Jim Rooker. Jim on the year at 29 hits. Eight runs batted in, five doubles and two triples. He's a good hitter, but he's not the best hitting pitcher on the staff. Kenny Brett is. Brett hitting 3-10. All Rooker backs out. Where's number 19 on the back of the white uniform. Tavares standing on second. Now moves off again. The one and two pitch on the way. Popped up It is center field. Wim coming over and calling now as he gets there to make the play for the out to retire the side. So Rooker is out on the fly ball to win and they're all gone in the second. No runs and the hit and a man left. And the score at the end of two innings of play. Dodgers one and the Pirates nothing. In Moscow, Team Canada players and officials agreed Sunday to play the eighth and final game of their international hockey series with the Soviet Union. The Soviet officials refused to accept evidence that Canada scored what would have been the winning goal before time ran out in Saturday's game. Television replays showed the goal entered the Soviet net in the final seconds. It would have provided a 5-4 to four Canada, uh, Canadian victory. General Manager Bill Hunter told the news conference the Russians refused to budge from their position that no protest is possible in what they called a friendly series. The Canadians first said that no game would be played Sunday, and the World Hockey Association probably would refuse to deal with the Soviets again unless the goal was counted. Hunter called an impromptu meeting in Moscow of all concerned Canadians for Sunday morning, but the meeting was canceled when he realized there was no way to notify the Canadians the meeting was scheduled. He said any future series would be based on a strict consideration of Soviet irregularity, both in this series and in the 1972 competition. All right, Jim Rooker coming out now. He'll pitch to Buckner, Will, and Garvey and we'll have a new shortstop. Tavares will not continue. Danny Murtaugh takes him out for examination. And Mario Mendoza will come on and take his place. Mendoza has played in 91 games and his batting average is 221. 36 hits. One uh, double and two triples. So Mendoza now will take over shortstop for Tavares. The Dodgers home. After the game tonight... Workout tomorrow will be a closed workout to the public. The Pirates will also work out tomorrow. Then the 12.30 game time on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday if another game is needed. The Dodgers are in a very confident mood after winning the first game here in Pittsburgh. They had not won a game here all year, and to win one yesterday was a big one to get them a lead into the first game of the championship series. And they, of course, would be overjoyed with a... Brief here in Pittsburgh to go home, needing only then to win one. As it now stands, the Dodgers need to win only two of the remaining four, including this one. But at any rate, they won't be overconfident. They are playing one of the better teams around and one of the better hitting teams around. Let their visit with Stan Geen for a moment. Tavares was really upset about being hit by that pitch ball, but I don't believe that he's going to get too much sympathy from his tire teammates. In the first place, he crowds the plate. He's right on top of it. And also, uh, Messerschmitt is not too apt to be trying to hit a hitter who has uh, the limited power that he does, especially with two outs. They just try to back him off the plate a little bit, and he hangs right out over it. I right, hear Buckner waiting, and the wind up by Rooker in the pitch. Fastball that's high, one ball and no strike. We're in the third inning of the second game of the championship series. One over the count, Buckner waiting again. Billy singled in the first inning and set up the Dodger run. Now Rooker ready to go to him again, and it's fired back right below us, and the count now goes one and one. Buckner has become a regular player after being platooned for several years. He no longer is platooned. He goes against lefties and righties. The announcement is that Tavares will go to the hospital for x-rays because of a swelling in the thumb. He was hit on the inside of the right arm, just around the the wrist area, apparently, and he'll have x-rays taken. All right, the 1-1 champ now, the pitch. A swing and a foul on the ground as he came a little side on that time, and Billy gave a little and topped it away foul. A ball and two strikes to Buckner. Buckner had a, has had a great season. 314 average, 7 home runs, 58 RPIs, and some dandy plays in the outfield. So Billy Buckner, standing in and now. He's had some key hits for the team. But the regulars are hitting. Pitch. Playing a miss, and the bat goes skidding along towards Kirkpatrick at first base, and Buckner will go out and retrieve, although he has gone down on strike. Well, that breaking ball got him, and He's out. First strikeout for Jim Rooker, and the batter will be Jimmy Wynn. Wynn flies to short center his first time up.
1: He's over for 1. Wynn
0: had two walks and a double in yesterday's game, drove in a run. He's 1 for 3 in the series. The toy Cannon stepping in. He'll be glad to get back to Dodger Stadium and some of his fans out there in the center field area. All right, Jimmy, Wade. And Rooker checks signs. They play a win a little bit to the left. Mendoza deep in the hole is short. The off speed pitch comes inside. One ball and no strikes. 1 0 to win. Jimmy's had a fine year. 271 average, 108 runs batted in, 32 home runs. Curve is too low for a ball in the count. Two balls and no strikes. Off speed pitches to win on the first two. Now we'll see if he gets the swift one. 2 and 1, a 2 0 and, and one out. Dodgers third inning and the fastball is low ball free Wynn gets a lot of walks over the regular season Jimmy Wynn walked 108 times he scored 104 runs struck out 104 times drove in 108 had 145 hits he was very consistent The 3-0 pitch too high he's on with a walk and that is the third walk given up now Third walk from Rooker, and the batter will be Garvey. Single to drive in the Dodger run in the first inning. Steve in the series now has three hits, and he was robbed of an extra base hit by Stargill, who went against the boards in left field to haul down the drive that Steve, there was a man on at first base. Like Garvey waiting, checking the pitch. Curve for strike, 0 1. Strike one, cap to Garvey on a curveball. Went again, leads off. And Rooker throws over there, not in time. Jimmy with a shallow, uh, short lead. All right, strike one, count. Joe Ferguson on deck. We're in the third inning, top half, the Dodgers leading. Now Rooker ready, and the pitch. Way outside, he almost threw it away. And it might have been because out of the corner of his eye, he saw Wynn bluff to go. Wynn puts on a pretty good fake. In fact, Wynn fakes out a lot of people, including his own hitters. Yesterday, he had Garvey faked a couple of times. And Steve looked like he was going to try to protect Wynn and go for a bad ball. Well, so time, it looked like Rooker was trying to throw it outside when he saw Wynn bluff. Here's the next pitch outside. Ball two, two and one. So Rooker is working with an eye on Wynn. Jimmy, as a base stealer, 18. He was caught 15 times. He's not afraid to run. all right, two and one count. They might put a play on now. Here's the luck. And there he goes. Pitch high. Third hand is going to be on a bounce, and he safe. Bennett came in to take the fair in front of the bag on a bounce and whirled the tag win. And Jimmy went in standing up behind him. So they had him running, and it's a three and one count to Garvey he was taking. So Wim Fields. Getting a pretty good jump. And it looked like the start of a hit and run play, but then Garvey took the pitch. And then Geen bounced his throw in front of second base and center with a stack behind him. Missed him. I Garvey now trying to get another run batted in. He drove in the first run in the first inning. So here's Garvey waiting with Ferguson on deck. Stretched by Rooker, the pitch on the way. Foul upstairs, it'll go to a three-and-two count. Full count to Garvey. Game two of the championship series from Pittsburgh, Free River Stadium. Three and two to Garvey. Runner on second win. A walk in the field. Now again the look. Rooker ready. Garvey waiting and the pitch on the way. Foul on the ground. And the pitch almost in on top of Garvey. And he got just a piece of it. Fouled it back. Three and two to Steve. New ball put to play, and Jim Rooker rubs it up. Rooker's been around the baseball wars for a long time. He's a veteran. Has come into more prominence here with Pittsburgh than he did any place else in his career. Veteran knows how, smart pitcher, has good stuff. All right, train two to Garvey. Win again away from second base. Pickoff play on, and the throwback. Not in time. Win back easily. Brooker, a little late in coming back with the throw, had sent it both to the bag. One day in Pittsburgh. We've had two beautiful days for the games here. All right, three and two. Again, the set, the look, and a pickoff play again, and again, when it's back. Better thought they had him, but from here, it didn't look that close. Wynn was a little slow in starting back to the bag. He waited until Senator had completely committed himself to go. And then Jimmy went back in. A good lead at second base is important now, though, of course, on a base hit. An extra step or two might be the difference between scoring and being thrown out at the plate on a base hit. Wynn's trying to get as much lead as he can, and Rooker's trying to hold him short. Here's the look. 3-2, and the pitch on the way. Garvey at the ground ball, the third back by Edner. Holds the runner, throws across in time average to pull it down the line and try to get it by up good play by Richie deep on the line alright it'll be Ferguson is back Joe Walk his first time up Fergie 252 Fergie,
1: average
0: Joe had an RBI in yesterday's game Joe sure, outstanding standing at second Jimmy Wins Joe Ferguson waiting Dodgers got a run in the first. Looks like they're in another tough one here today. The pitch to Joe. High fly ball to center field. Oliver's going to have to go back and get this one. A way back. at the running track, And he's been there now to make the cut. stands into in the first. And Ferguson goes into second base and throws up his hands in disgust. He hit it a country mile, and he had to go all the way to the running track at the deepest point in the left center field. Oliver making a fine run to catch that ball, and Joe hit it a little too high. No runs and no hits, and the Dodgers leave a man and the score at the end of two and a half innings: Dodgers won and the Pirates nothing. Well, the New England Patriots continuing to show the deer for real. Of course, as everybody knows by now, most of you do, they upset the Miami Dolphins in the first game of the season. Following that victory over the Dolphins, they came back with a victory over the New York Giants and then last week upset the Los Angeles Rams. In their first three games, they were underdogs. Going into game number four at 3 0, with victories over the Dolphins and Rams included, they were 14 point favorites over New England, or over the Baltimore Colts, that is. And right now, showing why, as we told you, the 69 touchdown, uh, sixty nine yard touchdown pass to Reggie Rucker in the first period. Later in the first period now, Daryl Stingley on an end around, 23 yards for a touchdown. The extra point was good, 14 to nothing. And then in the second period, little Mac Heron ran five yards for a touchdown. Smith tacked on the extra point. 21 to nothing. New England over Baltimore early in the second period. The Patriots continue to roll. One-nothing Dodgers leading as the Pirates come up with Bennett, Hefner, and Oliver now to face Master Smith. The Pirates have two hits under received a walk, and he does not have a strikeout. They've also had a hit batter. The Dodgers have had two hits, three walks. And one run. And they look another run on maybe two on that play. Uh, Fergie hit it high and deep to left center field. And Oliver, a good out able to go get it. Pitch to tennis. fastball Fast ball is a strike. 0-1. No balls. One strike. Andy, signed from Yeager, into the windup. And a pitch on the way. Too high. Ball 1-1-1. One, one and one. Rennie Center had a good year for the Pirates. He wound up with hundred and ninety-six hits. Here's a one-one pitch. That one's fouled back out of play. One and two. Oliver had hundred and ninety-eight hits. Senate, one hundred and ninety-six. The one-two pitch to him. Way high. Two and two. Senate has given the Pirates a good leadoff, man. They were able to trade away a fine second baseman, Dave Cage because of the presence of tennis. Now the 2-2 pitch. Again, ball free. Andy tried the breaking ball and missed with It's full count, three and two. Last half of the third. And the Dodgers lead one to nothing, and Andy tried to keep the Pirates back again. Top of the order now. 3-2 pitch on the way. Topped up foul out of play on the first base side. Not anxious to cut loose with a little noise, but so far the Dodgers have kept the Pirates quiet. Banners and signs run around the ballpark here today. Well, they've got a lot of. All right, 3 2 6 on the way. He walks it. So Andy gives up his second walk. Fastball down low, and the Pirates have a face runner with Ricky Hedner coming up. Single to right, his first time up. Oliver on deck and start to follow. So Bennett, an opening wedge for the Pirates. The Pirates do not run a lot. Senate has stolen 80 from caught nine times. The Pirates have only 55 steals to their team, and Davey Lopes has more than that by himself, 59. So we'll see if they put a play on now with Hefner up, and a throw to first, and he gets back. Messerschmitt has made nine errors this year, and most of them have been on pickoff throws at first. All right, Andy ready to work again. Hefner waiting. Pitch on the way. A swing and a miss, and he went for the change-up down low. All on the count. Hebner singled on the changeup in the first inning. All on the count with nobody out. Hope is shaded toward first base, Russell toward second. Now throw to first again, and not in time. Richie Hebner, a good hitter. 291 average, 18 home runs, 68 RBIs pitch. Ground ball to D.U. That's the second for run. And the first seven play despite the fact that Bennett up Russell out of the play. Still went on with his throw. Landed on the seat of his pants, but the Dodgers have their second double play of the game. one's going 4-6-3. And before we see Oliver, we'll pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. At 790 and 1420... This is American Forces Radio. Here's Al Oliver, rounded out, first time up. Takes low with a breaking ball, one ball and no strike. So match is gets help again, double play ball, that's the second pirate have hit into. Oliver waiting, ball one count, the pitch on the way, ground ball to low. Davey has this one easily, picks it up, goes to first and the inning is over. No runs, no hits, no errors none left on. We've gone through three. Then he will be here with more play when we go to the fourth with a score: Dodgers one and the Pirates nothing. Merrill Blank tied the course record with a seven under par sixty four Saturday. To share the lead with Dave Hill and Al Geiberger after three rounds of the Sahara Golf Tournament. The three veterans have fifty four hole totals of two oh four. The thirty six year old Blankets of Houston had eight birdies and one bogey. Hill fired a 65, while Guy Berger came in with a 66. Johnny Miller, who has won eight times this year, fell out of contention with a 72 for a 215 total. There's a five-way tie at 205 among Chichi Rodriguez, J.C. Steed, Lou Graham, Jerry Hurd, and Charles Tootie. Australian Bob Stanton also had a record equaling 64 Saturday and is two shots behind the leaders at 206. Day, Michael Berger started the day with a one-shot lead with Cootie, but slipped to a seventy-three for two hundred eight total. Defending champion John Mahaffey was five shots behind the leaders at two hundred nine after a second straight seventy. First period score: no details in pro football. Cleveland leading Oakland seventeen to seven. Well, hi everybody, Vince Gully, along with Jerry Doggett, here at Three Rivers Stadium, and equally right along with us. Dave Van De Water and Monty Bancroft, and we move along into the fourth inning. With the Dodgers, one run, two hits. Pirates, no runs, two hits. Neither starting pitcher is anywhere close to resembling the record. Messersmith, a 20-game winner. Rooker, 15. They're both struggling. Dodgers leading one to nothing. Double plays have bailed out Messersmith. Rooker had a very wobbly first inning and got out of it cheaply enough. In the fourth inning, Ron Say, followed by Bill Russell and then Steve Yeager. Say, with the base loaded and one out in the first inning, had a chance to really put a dent in Rooker, but he fouled out to Ed Kirkpatrick. So Say checks in and left hand to Rooker. Up on top, looks down to get a sign from Sanguian, and here we go into the fourth. Fastball over for a strike. Go one. Some big umpires work in this series. Impressive. Ball, Pryor behind the plate. Lee Wire, the biggest of them all, at first. Curveball is low. John McSherry, a giant of a man, at second. Jack Crawford at third, and on the lines Davidson and Colosi. But boy, those 3 Fryer, Wire, and McSherry—he got some big men. Here's the one-one pitch to Ron Say. Fastball fouled away off to the right, out of play, and the count one and two. Say, a 262 hitter when the season ended. Ronnie yesterday struggled with the bat. He went 0 for 3, had a couple of errors. So he's trying to get himself on track. Bill Russell on deck. We've had two fine defensive plays thus far one by Al Oliver, the other just a minute ago by Bill Russell on the double play. Say just does get a piece of the ball and fouls it away, and he cracked his bat. So they'll have to get another. One and two to count. Oliver made a fine running catch of the long drive by Ferguson in the third inning. And then in the bottom of the third, on the double play, Russell was knocked on his ear by Rennie Stennett's flying slide. He left the ground and came in at Russell's knees. And Bill was still able to get him. And the runner at first. Here's the one-two pitch to say. Breaking ball fouled away. Of course, infielders are never happy about being upended. However, they really understand and appreciate it when they are upended by an opposing infielder. I mean, he can have a chance to get back at him, but if he's knocked on his numbers by an outfielder, that's the end of it. One and two to count Ron say. Fourth inning, one-nothing Dodgers. Jim Rucker and Andy Messersmith. The Pirates, their wives, and the party officials... We'll be flying to Los Angeles after the game. And, of course, the Dodgers dying to get home. The pitch to Say is low, two and two. The Dodgers figure to be home somewhere between six and a half and seven hours after the last out. Two and two, the count to Ron Say. Rooker ready, Jim deals, and it's fouled off. To Say, fouling him every which way, although he has not hit the ball hard. Two and two. Danny Murkov, the good-natured skipper of the Pirates, hasn't lost any sense of humor. talking before the ballgame, and he said, you know that Don Sutton is the luckiest pitcher I have ever seen? Did you notice every time he pitches, the other club isn't hitting? The pitch to say is high ball three. Three or two. What a guy. Danny, 13 years in the managing business. Full we'll count to Ron Say. 1 nothing Dodgers in the fourth. Rooker ready and Jim Deals. And it's flung on in a high fly ball. Hooking down the left field line in the corner and goes. Fair ball home run. It hit the screen. Attached to the foul ball. So Ron Say trotting around the bases. They had 18 home runs during the year. One of those 18 he hit against Jim Rooker. And now he screens one and the Dodgers lead two to nothing. Ball was not hit hard. It carried the minimum 340 and hit the screen. So the Dodgers leading two to nothing and the batter is Bill Russell, who's lined out. Now to Russell, who hits it right back to him. Jim has it, turns, throws him out. For Rooker, during the course of the regular season, he allowed only 11 home runs. And the batter is Steve Yeager. The pitcher who led the Pirates in home runs allowed was Jerry Royce. He gave up 20. There's Yeager. Dodgers, two. Pirates, nothing. Jaeger flied out to Dave Parker in right field in the second inning. Jim Rooker ready delivers outside and high ball one, one and zero. Oh. The left hander comes back to Jaeger. Fastball fouled away off to the right out of play, and the count one ball and one strike. The Dodgers will have Doug Rowell open up the third game at Dodgers Stadium. Here's Rooker's 1-1 curve filed away. And the Pirates are just not sure. I mean, Danny Murthor said, I don't know. Give you some names. Maybe right-hander Bruce Keeson. Might be left-hander Ken Brett. We just have to wait and see. One-two pitch. Fastball got him swinging. So Jaeger strikes out. Two down. And the batter will be Andy Messersmith. Here's Andy Messersmith. The crowd getting on him. He hit Frank Tavares with a pitch. But anybody who was following baseball at all would know that that was truly an accident. He wasn't even trying to knock him down. The pitch is right. He just got away. You don't throw at people like Taveras certainly with two out and the base is empty. And Frank does not have any power no home runs. The strike one pitch on the outside corner strike two. it got away and hit to Darris, and of course the home folks trying to protect one of their own so they got on Andy pretty heavily for a moment or two. 0-2 to Messersmith. Brooker into the windup and the strike two pitch good breaking ball that does it. Andy caught looking one run one hit. And at the end of three and a half innings, Dodgers two fire at nothing. Billy Casper has a commanding six stroke lead over Bobby Cole and Hale Irwin after three rounds of the French Tournament of Champions outside Paris. Casper, one of five American golfers playing in the eight player field, has a 54 hole total of six into far 210 after firing a 70 Saturday. Arnold Palmer and Sam Steed are far back. Mary Mills, who won the 1963 U.S. Women's Open at the age of 23, but is looking for her first victory this year, shot a three into par 70 Saturday, takes the second round lead in the LPGA Tourney at Cameron Park, California. Miss Mills had five birdies and two bogeys to wind up with a 36-0 total of five into par 141, two shots ahead of Sandra Haney and Betsy Cullen, who were tied for second place at 143. In a big group at 144 are Carol Joe Scala, Jane Blaylock, Kathy Dugan, and Sandra Palmer. Laura is at 145. A championship worth $5,000 to the winner will be decided on Sunday. Bottom of the fourth inning, the Dodgers leading two to nothing. Andy mayor and Jim Rucker. It has been a struggle for three innings for Smith. He has been uncommonly wild. He's walked a couple and hit a batter. He's been behind on a lot of hitters, but he has been fortunate. He's gotten two double plays to bail him out of jams. We're waiting for center fielder Jimmy Wynn. He has not taken his position. Wynn, I think, went in maybe for sunglasses, although it's been a bright, sunshiny day all day, and he now goes trotting to center. So the Dodgers leading two to nothing. Two runs, three hits, and no errors. And the Pirates, no runs, two hits. Remember, there are still tickets available for a Tuesday's game. You can get them today at the Dodgers ticket office on Stadium Way. There are also tickets for games four and five. You can get them at Ticketron and other Dodger outlets. And they may also be purchased at the Dodger ticket office today on Stadium Way. So hope you'll be with us and join all the excitement at Dodger Stadium. Starting Tuesday at 12.30, Game 3, Wilbur Stardew takes the strike in the count 0-1. Big Wilbur pinwheeling the bat around as usual. He walked in the first inning. And Messersmith ready, and Andy comes back. And it's a little number to the right of the mound. Messersmith can't get it. he hesitates, throws back to Andy in time. A good play because it was hit in no man's land. That area where it wasn't quite the pitcher's responsibility And the first baseman could not leave Until the ball eluded Messerschmitt So that was Garvey's hesitation And they team up and get started you one Run away and Dave Parker the batter We were asking Andy Murtaugh About why Richie Ziss was not playing today Danny was saying that Richie played every game Every inning of every game Had 100 RBIs, hit over 300. However, in the last month, now and then, this would get depressing and have a lot of trouble getting a base hit. Andy Ready and delivers. Parker takes high ball one. Well, yesterday, if you remember, this against Don Sutton popped up to first and struck out three times. Well, that was enough for Danny Murtaugh. So he has the left-handed Parker in there today. The 1-0 pitch is a ground ball to Garvey. He has to play it off his left hip and bring it to the bag for the out. Good play always hit hard and especially on after serve. so two down in the fourth inning and the batter will be manny sanguin and messesmith is trying to do something today that he's been a- unable to do retire the side in order the Bucks had two men on in the first inning on a walk and a base hit in the second inning he gave up a base hit and hit a batter in the third inning he walked tennis now with two out at Sanguin, and anyone should talk to Bill Russell to see how Russell plays the spray-hitting catcher. Russell, if anything, is shading him up the middle. The outfield, however, is not playing him that way. The gap is in right center. And the first one high, ball one. Dodgers with a run in the first. A looping single by Garvey got low-pawned. And then a run in the fourth on the home run by Ron Frey. The 1-0 pitch, hit foul off to the right and out of play. One and one. One and one to Manny Sanguin. It was Manny's base hit that drove in the winning run in the 10th inning against the Chicago Cubs that got the Pirates into the championship series. And he is a bull of a man as far as working every day. Line drive, base hit. So on a 1-1 pitch, Dangian slams it to center. And the batter now will be Ed Kirkpatrick. And I'm just wondering where the Messerschmitt is looking at Russell and vice versa about a pitch getting away. Because he had moved Russell to his left, and then the ball was hit two Russells left. So they each kind of looked at each other. And now Andy working on Ed Kirkpatrick. One thing, a pitcher can tell an infielder where he wants him to play. But it's another thing to put the ball in that exact spot. So a base hit by Sanguian. And Smith still unable to retire the side in order, but he's leading 2-0 in the fourth. Kirkpatrick Patrick looks at a strike. Sanguian is 2 for 2. The other hit was Hefner's single to right in the first inning. Dodgers 2, Pirates nothing, bottom of the fourth inning at the belt and the strike one pitch is outside a bluff by Jaeger one and one a catcher has an advantage and it's also a disadvantage for the left hand hitter as the left hand hitter is a screen so he can surprise the base runner at first however it's also difficult to throw around the left hand hitter so you pay the price for the advantage The one one pitch over strike two one and two run, three hits. Pirates, no run, three hits. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Ed Kirkpatrick gets back to the box, and he turned it into a double play in the second inning. Ed waiting, left-hand batter. Mr. Smith deals, and it's lifted foul off first. Garvey coming over it's doubtful, and it will go into the crowd behind the pirate men. Jaeger has a chance to visit over there for a moment. One and two. fourth inning, 2-0 Dodgers, second game
1: of the National
0: League Championship Series. Game three will be at Dodger Stadium Tuesday at 12.30, and we sure hope you'll be there with us. All right, Kirkpatrick back up there, one and two the count. Andy, still looking for his first strikeout, which is not like him. There's a ground ball to look, he short hops it and throws him out. For the Dodgers in the fourth, No. They give up a base hit, and that's all, and the Bucks are turned away, no runs ahead. And at the end of four, Dodgers, two, Pirates nothing. Well, of course, in about an hour and 45 minutes from now, the American League playoffs. Game number two will get underway at the Oakland Alameda Coliseum in Oakland, California. The American League East champion Orioles against the Western Division champion and defending world champion Oakland A's in game number two. The A's, of course, have won the world championship two years in a row. The Orioles won game number one on Saturday, 6-3, getting the big home run bat, three home runs in all. Solo shots by Paul Blair and Brooks Robinson and a two-run homer from Bobby Grish. In game number two Sunday, the Orioles will send Dave McNally to the hill during the regular season, a 16-game winner. While losing 10, the Oakland A's will counter with Kenny Hostman, who won 19 and lost 17. Game number three in the series between the two clubs, Going back to Tuesday in Baltimore, it'll find Jimmy Palmer on the hill for the Orioles against Vita Blue of the Oakland A's. Back now to Three Rivers in Pittsburgh. We go to the fifth inning with the Dodgers leading the Pirates 2-0. Jim Rooker and Andy Messersmith. The Dodgers will have Davey Lopes followed by Bill Buckner and then Jimmy Wynn. Rooker allowed a run in the first inning when he was a bit wild and gave up a couple of hits and a couple of walks, but he got out of it cheaply enough and then stay homeward in the fourth inning for the second run. You know, the Dodgers are now setting up a list of folks that like to become members of the big season box holder family in 1975. New members. If you'd like to get on the priority list, here's all you have to do. Drop a postcard to Walter Nash. Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles, 90012. Just say you'd like all the information. He'll send it along to you as soon as the World Series is over. But your name will be on a priority list among prospective new season box holders. See a season box holder in 75. Welcome to the club. Davy Lowe Walk, came around to score a run and fly to center. Jim Rooker, out of a wind-up in the left-handed deals. Breaking ball is hit up the middle. Base hit for Davey Lowe. Hit number four for the Dodgers. So each starting pitcher, wobbly. But so far, the Dodgers have been able to hold on. And the batter, Bill Buckner. As always, when you have Davey Lopes at first, the question is, will they give him free reign to run? Or will they keep him there to keep the first baseman anchored and hope that Buckner can pull in the hole? Or will they combine them and make it a hit-and-run play? There's also a thought of a bunt. Hefner plays up inside the bag. The pitch to Buckmere, he looks, and it's low, ball one. Buckmere checking with Tommy Lasorda to see if there is a play in the work. So is Davey Lowe. Davey finished with 59 stolen bases, and then he picked up one yesterday. And he takes his lead. Held on by Kirkpatrick. Brooker out of the stretch. The left hander works Buckmere, and that's low, ball two. Brooker is due to bat second when the Bucks hit in the bottom of the fifth. However, he is a very, very good hitting pitcher. Probably the best hitting pitcher around is the Pirates, Ken Brett. Brooker ready. Looks at ropes, he goes. The pitch swung on and fouled back. So the hit and run was on, and Buckner fouled it off. Two and one. Two and one to Bill Buckner. Dodgers two runs, four hits. Pirates, no runs, three hits, no errors. Larry Demery was up in the first inning when Rooker had his problems. Demery and Juan Pizarro, the veteran left handed, get up in the Pirate bullpen. Hope doesn't go, and Buckner fouls one back a third, peeling back, and Hefner has a play. Richie makes a catch. So Buckner fouls out to Richie Hefner one away and the batter Jimmy Wynn Wynn came up with first and third and nobody out in the first inning hit a little fly ball to center the runners had a hold, and in the third inning he walked and I would think in watching Rooker that when Wynn stole second base in the third inning Rooker was obviously angry I think he let his emotions get away I think he really was angry at San Guillen Manny made a low throw in the dirt and what really rubbed salt in the wound Wynn stole second base standing up Brooker looks over at first base at Lopes Checks him again Now works and Lopes goes The pitch outside the throw is in the right center And Tangian, not much of an arm at all And Davey goes into third Well, if Brooker was mad at Tangian earlier He's got to be fit to be tied now Sanguian has not shown much of an arm against the Dodgers. And in this series, although they have certainly not been running wild by any means, he has not been close. So it'll be a stolen base and an error charge to Manny Sanguian. 1-0 to Jimmy Wynn, so for the second time today, Wynn has the chance of picking up an RBI with his favorite weapon, the scoring fly ball. Wynn leads the Dodgers in that department. He has 11 sacrifice flies. He couldn't get one deep enough in the first inning. Right side of the infield is up, the left side about halfway. And Little Davy down the line from third. Rooker will pitch out of the stretch. He has a look back at Lopes. Now the left-hander deals curve low, ball two. On deck, Steve Garvey. So the Dodgers leading two to nothing. Have a chance to pick up another just 90 feet away. Wynn waiting. Rooker at the belt. Jimmy Reddy and field. Fastball popped up. Going back to get it because the infield is in. It's Senate coming in. It's Parker. And Big Dave makes a catch. And low pulls. And for the second time today, Wynn has had a chance to pick up a man at third. And he can't do it. So Rooker has made some pretty good pitches to the toy cannon. Little pop flies. So, two down and Garvey the batter. Garvey had a looping single to center to drive in a run and grounded the third. Steve finished the regular season with 111 RBIs, three more than Jimmy Wynn. Wynn yesterday doubled in a run. So, here's Garvey, the infield back to a normal depth. Steve one for two today, he went two for four yesterday, could have gone three, except for a circus catch by Wilbur Stargell. The Lopes walking down the line from third, Rooker takes a look at Davey, now goes back to a windup, And the pitch, breaking ball squirted, the first baseman cuts Patrick and he brings it to the bag. So the Dodgers, they left a lot of men on base yesterday, 13 have left a few more today. They have left five more, and at the end of four and a half, Dodgers, two, Pirates, nothing. Checking some other scores, we told you earlier that the uh, football score at the end of the first period was Cleveland leading Oakland by a score of a 17-7. We've got a couple of the scores in as to how it happened. The first ten points for the Browns, the first one coming in a 29-yard interception return by Brown of Cleveland, the extra point by Cockroft. And then Don kicked a 46-yard field goal to make it 10 to nothing. We'll bring you more up-to-date as it comes in. Meanwhile, at uh, New England, Foxboro, Massachusetts, to be exact, Linhart kicked a 27-yard field goal in the second period. The Patriots now leading Baltimore 21 to 3. In the second period at New Haven, Connecticut, Mitchell, a 13-yard touchdown pass from Bobby Lee. The Giants and Atlanta tied 7-7. That is a halftime score. So that brings you right up to date on the the professional football scoreboard. A lot more games to start, about four, just starting about a half an hour ago, so a lot more results to come in in a moment. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Here at Three River Stadium in Pittsburgh, the Dodgers two runs, four hits, no errors. The Pirates no runs, three hits, and one error. And Andy Smith will be pitching to Mario Mendoza, then to Jim Rucker and Rennie Stennis. The Dodgers have squandered a couple of opportunities, although they are leading. They left the bases loaded in the first inning. They had a chance to get a fly ball, but just do it. They left Wynn at second base in the third inning. And, of course, Wynn has had two opportunities to pick up an RBI and fail. So it's tough going for the hitters. Meanwhile, the pitch to Mendoza, are striking. 0-1. And he measures that, leading 2-0 in the fifth inning. Comes back and there's a ground ball down to Russell. Bill is up with it. Goes to Garvey in time for the out. So Mendoza, the pride of Chihuahua, Mexico. Grounds out. Oh, can I hear Jaime Harin and Rudy O'Yos talking about Mario Mendoza. Labor con gusto, Mario. Jim Rooker, who has pitched tough. That's the only way to describe it. He's been in trouble, and he has given up two runs. But it's really been a case of how much he has avoided so here's Rooker, right-hand batter. Jim Clyde to center in the second inning. He's 0 for 1. He's a very good hitting pitcher. Rooker, digging a hole, plants the right foot. Mess not a bad hitter himself. Goes to the wind-up and deals, and it's a strike. Going one. Rooker with a 305 average during the season. Piled up 29 hits. And hits a two-hopper off the glove of Russell and on into center field. The Rooker has the credentials and gets the base hit and will force the station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. You're listening to the Voice of Information for the American Forces at 790 and
1: 1420. S-E-N, 2
0: the batter, and Andy Messersmith still unable to get the side out in order. Stennett fouls it away. The Bucks have had at least one man on in every inning, and he has allowed four hits, plus a couple of walks and a hit batter. So he's leading two to nothing. But it is not the kind of a game that Don Sutton fits yesterday by any means. Stennett fouls another one off in the count over two. Push the tip off to me on Andy Messersmith, among other things. Is his ability to strike out a hitter, and he prior to arm problems was a strikeout pitcher. He is not right now. He does not have a strikeout even, and that's news. This is a free swinging ball club. 0 and 2 to count to Stennett. He flies to left and walked. Mrs. Smith deals, and it swung on and fouled. And Jaeger, shaken up, goes down on his hands and knees and gets up again. So Stennett staying at the plate. And Yeager trying to walk it off. 0-2 the count. Rennie Stennis. fouling one that took a bite out of Yeager. Jim Rooker at first base and Garvey is not holding. Steve is back of the runner and off the bag. No balls and two strikes to Rennie Stennis. And he ready, back he comes. Fastball fouled away. 0 and 2 Andy has sure made a little go a long way today. Pirate fans trying to shake something loose. No balls and two strikes to Rennie Stennett. The Bucs led the National League in hitting this year, 274. The Dodgers right back up at 272. Stennett hits a drive to right center, but it's playable. Ferguson and Wynn with Fergie making the catch and Rooker halfway going back. So Stennett a fly ball. Two down and Richie Hefner coming up. Hefner, the left-hand hitting third baseman, single to right in the first inning, grounded into a double play, started by Lopes. That double play was when Bill Russell made a marvelous play as the middleman. When Rennie Stennis tried to break up the double play, left his feet, went flying knee-high to turn Russell on his ear, and Russell was still able to double up Hefner at first base. That's been the Dodger defensive play of the day up to here. All right, Hefner, a good hit awaiting. Andy Deals, outside, ball one. Two down, fifth inning, two nothing, Dodgers. The Bucks have left four, the Dodgers have left five. But the Dodgers have left men in scoring position. The one hole pitch, five, ball two. he's struggling. He's pulling a big load out there today, and he's gotten into the fifth inning, but he's still got a long way to go. The 2-0 pitch to Hefner is taking low, ball three. So when you have limited stuff, and when you are fighting your control, boy, you are really dueling too. The 3-0 pitch is ball four. So Hefner goes to first, Rooker goes to second, and perhaps the toughest hitter in the Pirate lineup coming up Al Oliver Al Oliver might be the best hitter on the Pirate squad he could be as good a hitter as there is in the league. Ralph Carr is faster but as far as making contact this guy might be number one and the pitch is high 4-1 There's allowed four hits. Walk three and hit about it. So this is not the Andy Messerschmitt that we have been accustomed to seeing. And he's laboring here with two out in the fifth inning. The 1-0 pitch, Oliver is taken for a strike. One and one. Jim Hooker with one out, singled up the middle. And with two out, Hesner just walked. And the count to Oliver, one and one. Andy, ready? and the 1-1 pitch Oliver is high, ball two. Oliver, a remarkable hitter. He got base hits, if you can imagine, 82% of the time he plays. His longest slump was close around the word slump would be two consecutive games where he failed to get a hit. That happened four times. The 2-1 pitch, he chased a bad one. He helped out that time. And the count two and two. Oliver, going after a pitch, slow away and he came up empty. Instead of three and one, the count is two and two. So that's a big pitch and a big break that Oliver chases. Of course, good hitters don't just hit strikes. Two and two to Al Oliver. Rooker at second. Ebner at first. Two nothing Dodgers in the fifth. And he deals, and it's a ground ball to Lopes. He takes it, runs for the bag, and that's that. No sense even risking a throw. For the Bucks in the fifth. No runs, one hit, to left. At the end of five. Dodgers two. Fire at nothing. Wrapping up that first period scoring in the Cleveland-Oakland Raider game, Fred Militnikoff caught a 11-yard pass from Kenny Saber. The extra point by Blanda made it 10-7. to And then Mike Phipps threw a 34-yard touchdown to Greg Pruitt. At the end of the first period, that made it Cleveland 17-7 to over Oakland. A couple of our scores in in the first period. Granbury, an 11-yard run. The extra point by Rutter. The Bears leading New Orleans in the first period 7-0. And Jimmy Turner has kicked a 41-yard field goal in the first period. And Denver is leading Kansas City by a score of 3-0. Again, the period scores that we have, halftime scores, Atlanta and the New York Giants tied at 7-7. The New England Patriots leading the Baltimore Colts by a score of 21-3. And again, the other games are scheduled later on. Buffalo at Green Bay, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at Houston, Denver at Kansas City. The score we just gave you, 3-0 in the first period. Detroit at Los Angeles, Minnesota at Dallas, Philadelphia at San Diego, St. Louis and San Francisco. Hey, friends, a reminder there are still tickets for Game 3 of the championship series to be played in Los Angeles Tuesday afternoon at 12.30. These tickets are on sale today and tomorrow at the Dodger ticket office on Stadium Way. Tickets for Game 4 and 5... Scheduled for Wednesday and Thursday at Dodger Stadium at 12.30 each of the afternoon. Remain on sale at TicketCon and other Dodger outlets. They may also be purchased at the Dodger ticket office on Stadium Way today and for the next few days. Hope you'll join all the fun and excitement of the championship series starting Tuesday at Dodger Stadium. Good news for the Pirates. X-rays on Frank Tavares' right thumb were negative. Well, we go to the sixth inning. The Dodgers, two runs, four hits, no errors. Pirates, no runs, four hits, one error. Jim Rooker and Andy Messersmith. Tomorrow, a workout day. Both clubs head for Los Angeles immediately after this game. And then Tuesday afternoon, duck round definitely for the Dodgers. But who's going to pitch for Pittsburgh? That's very much up in the air. Danny Murtaugh said it could be any one of a number. But the first two names that he mentioned are the skinny right-hander, side-armer Bruce Keeson, and the left-hander, Ken Brett. But we'll have to wait until Tuesday before we know, or at least Monday afternoon. Joe Ferguson, Ron Say, and Bill Russell in the sixth inning. The Dodgers leading the Pirates 2 nothing. We mentioned it on television. We can pass along the same thing, because it is kind of interesting. You rarely hear about it in a big league game. The Dodgers beat Jim Rooker out in Los Angeles. They also lost to him as the ground ball is short. Up with it, Mendoza, and the long throw is in time. Good play by Kirkpatrick. He did a little toe dance to so stay with it. One down. When the Dodgers lost to Rooker, Ferguson was quoted as saying he couldn't understand how Rooker beat us because he said he threw lollipops. And Rooker read that in the papers, and he was furious. In fact, Rooker says to this day, he can remember reading that his stuff was called lollipops by Ferguson. And it was interesting that Joe hit that shot in the third inning, but Al Oliver flagged it down going up against the left center field wall. Say, drills one, inside Bird and down the line. It'll be in the corner. Darjil playing it off the wall. And Say, what Homer his last at bat comes into second with a double. So the Dodgers continue to get men in scoring position, but they've only gotten two home. Two runs, five hits for the Dodgers. And with one out here is Bill Russell. Dodgers left. The base loaded in the first inning. They left Win at second base with one out in the third. They left Lopes at third with one out in the fifth. Now they're going to walk Russell intentionally. And in a minute, the Dodgers will have runners at first and second and one out. Juan Pizarro and Larry Demery. They're throwing in the Pirate 10, and they're up again. Pizarro, a left-hander. Bill Russell getting the intentional walk. They'll take their chances with Jaeger. Jaeger does not have a hit in the series. Yesterday, he struck out, lined out, grounded out, and flied out. And today, he he's flied out and struck out. The Jaeger not hitting coming up with two on and one out. Dodgers leading two to nothing. For the Dodgers, yesterday, the Dodgers received three intentional walks. They pick up another one today. So Say at second. Russell at first. One out. And here is Jaeger kind of moving along. Brooker fighting to stay in the ballgame. Demery and Pizarro back of him. Jim Reddy, the left-hander at the belt and delivers. And it's a little pop fly at third base. The infield fly rule is called. And so Jaeger continues to be tied up. He's 0 for 7. And with two down, Andy Messesmith coming up. Andy has flied to right and struck out. So the Dodgers get men on, but leave them there. A one-out double by Say. Then the intentional walk to get Jaeger for the second out, and here's Andy. Andy a good hitter, but he is not a, a hitter like Rooker. Rooker is a better hitter. Andy, however, has 23 hits. Rooker at the bell checks and delivers, and Messersman fouls it away. Further comparison, well, Andy hitting 240, Rooker hitting 305, Andy had 23 hits, Rooker 29. Andy had eight doubles, Rooker had five doubles and two triples. Andy had 11 RBIs, Rooker had eight. Time call by Paul Fryer. And they are pointing out towards, I think, a ball or something came out in right center. And Al Oliver will go over and pick it up, whatever it is. It's a timeout for the moment. Boy, I tell you, that Paul Breyer eyes like a hawk, a hungry hawk, to spot whatever that was. All and one, the count to Andy Messerschmitt. Ron Fay at second, Bill Russell at first. Two out, top of the sixth inning. The Dodgers two, the Pirates nothing. The Dodgers' inability to come up with a key hit made yesterday, a very tough game, as they left 13 today. They have not been able to come up with the key hit, and they've made it a tough two to nothing game. Brooker straightens up and checks the runners. The left hander ready. The strike one pitch, and Andy Looks, and it's outside and low. One and one. Ronce at second, Bill Russell at first. Davey Lopes, the leadoff man coming up. Yesterday, one of the biggest at-bats of the day with the at-bats by Don Sutton. His walk loaded the bases, and then Lopes walked the fourth a run against Royce. The 1-1 pitch, and he hits a ground ball right back to the mound. He has his bat broken, too, and Rooker throws him out. So the Dodgers, no runs one hit, they lead two. That means they've left seven in their sixth inning, and at the end of five and a half, Dodgers two, Pirates nothing. Smokar, our professional football to pass on to you. Maxson got a sixty-eight, or a six-yard, that is a six-yard touchdown pass from Archie Manning in the first period. The extra point by Bill McClaird The New Orleans Saints and the Chicago Bears tied seven-seven. That is at the end of the first period. Meanwhile, up at Green Bay, a touchdown by Ahmad Rashad on a pass from Joe Ferguson. The extra point by Lifeold. Buffalo leading Green Bay seven-nothing in the first period. Willie Ellison plunged the yards for a touchdown. Jan Steneru tacked on the extra point in the first period. Kansas City now leading Denver by a score of 7-3. to At the end of one period of play, there is no score between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Houston Oilers. Halftime now. The Oakland Raiders with 16 points in the second period. At halftime, lead the Cleveland Browns by a score of 23-7. The Browns were leading at the end of the first period 17-7. Hey, friends, here's Danny Goodman's souvenir bargain package. All items for $2 and no extra charge for mail. You get 12 miniature club pennants, 12 miniature club helmets, 10 autograph pictures, and a Dodger team photo. Send your orders to Danny Goodman, Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles 90012. Offer available by mail only. Andy man, ready to go back to work. And he has a lot of big work to do now. Wilbur Stardew, followed by Dave Parker and then Manny Sanguian. Stargill has walked and grounded out. Mr. Smith has allowed four hits, walked three, and hit a batter. However, the Dodgers have come up with two double plays back of him. Stardew takes high, 4-1. But this here's Andy in the sixth inning without a strikeout, which indeed is surprising. The right hand is 1-0 pitch to Stargell. There's a ground ball up the middle. Even a shift can't get it. So once again, the Bucks start off with a man on base. And let's see, there'll be one, two, three out of six the leadoff man has gotten on. And here's Dave Parker. Dave Parker playing right field over Richie Zitz today. He's a big guy, six six. So if you're having some control problems, he's an ideal hitter in the sense he brings up a sizable strike zone and promptly hammers one to right. And Ferguson makes a sliding catch of the ball and holding it first is Garjo. Sinking line drive and Ferguson went into a crouch and then skidded on his left side. One away and Manny Sanguin is coming up. So that's a big play. The line drive caught in right field. Say the amazing thing about Messerschmitt and also about Walter Olsen. With all of Andy's troubles today, there has not been a ball thrown in the Dodger bullpen. Even though the leadoff man I'm getting on, he's allowed five hits, three walks, and a hit batter. That's nine men that he's allowed to get aboard. He's been dodging bullets. Sangean pops it up, back of first, and Rope goes behind Garvey to make the catch. So, two out in the sixth inning. And Ed Kirkpatrick, the left-hand-hitting first baseman, coming up. The batter, Ed Kirkpatrick, get into a double play and grounded out. Amazing the fortunes of baseball. Back in 47 and 48, there were two guys who roomed together. Now, many years later, they're battling from an official capacity, one as a coach and the other as a manager. Kirkpatrick takes ball one The coach, Dodger coach, Monty Bascall, and the manager Danny Murtaugh. They roomed together over 25 years ago. 1-0 the count to Kirkpatrick. Mr. Smith comes back to the hitter and it's fouled back. one and one Dodgers, two runs, five hits, no errors. Pirates, no runs, five hits, one error. The Pirates have left six, and the Dodgers have left seven. Kirkpatrick waiting, one and one. Andy Ruddy and Deals, and a fastball ball. It's swung on and missed strike two. Two out, six innings, Dargill at first base. Garvey not holding, he's back of the runner with a left-hand hitter up. They play Kirkpatrick, the infield does, they play him around the pole. The outfield, shaded the other way. One and two, Ed Kirkpatrick. Andy ready in the right-handed deal. Change outside, ball two, two and two. Kirkpatrick was a teammate of Andy's for a couple of years. Ed played with the Angels ready, and the 2-2 pitch outside, ball three, and Andy wanted that one, he reached down and grabbed a handful of dirt, he knew that was the one he had him set up for, and he missed, Yeager now reminding Messis there about Stargell going with two out on a full count, even though Garvey is not holding him on, Andy has a look over there to double check, 3-2 and two to Kirkpatrick, two down, sixth inning, 2 nothing Dodgers, Andy at the belt and deals, and it is a ground ball to Davey Lopes. And he lobs it to Garvey, and that's that in the sixth inning. No so runs, one hit, a man left. Well, Jerry will be along in a minute, and at the end of six, Dodgers, too, fire at nothing. Top-seeded Chris Everett and second-seeded Virginia Wade meets Sunday in the finals of the $50,000 Houston stop of the women's professional tennis circuit. In semi semifinal set, Mrs. Wade defeated unseated Pam Teagarden, 7-6-6-4, and Miss Everett advanced with four seeded Yvonne Gulagong defaulted after learning her father had been killed in an auto-pedestrian accident in Australia, the winner of Sunday's match earns $10,000. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, pro basketball's most dominating figure, fractured a finger. and will be a loss to the Milwaukee Bucks for about the first month of the season. Jabbar got angry over being fouled during Saturday night's exhibition against the Boston Celtics in Buffalo. He broke his finger by slamming his fist against the post underneath the basket. First period score, it is over in the first period. The first period is official. Well, we should say it's just over. New Orleans and the Chicago Bears tied 7 7. End of the first period now, Kansas City leading Denver 7 to 3. All right, Benny, we go to the seventh inning, and it's been an escape at for both pitchers, Rooker and and he has escaped without any runs, and Rooker has given up two. So both pitching well, especially in the jam. The Dodgers now will start with the top of the order. They will have Lopes, Butner, and Wynn against Rooker, who might be working his last inning, although being a good-hitting pitcher, he might stay on. And back for himself, Pitcher spot due seconds in the seventh inning. So we're ready now in just a moment. The Dodgers trying to increase it, and Rooker trying to hold it right where it is. Two runs, five hits, no errors for the Dodgers, and no runs, five hits, and one error for the Pirates. Andy has certainly had the Pirates hitting a lot of ground balls today. Only three balls, making four balls hit to the outfield. But the big one was by Parker and the catch by Ferguson. Oh, that saved a big mess. Here's Davy up now. He has a single, a steal, and a walk, and a run scored. So little Davy stepping in. Okay, ready to go to work? Jim Rooker. Working left-hander. Delivers the rope. Ground ball back to the pitcher. And he throws him out. One pitch, one away in the seventh inning. And the batter will be Buckner. Single, struck out, and fouled out. So Billy coming on here with one for three today.
1: And he had one for
0: five yesterday. So Billy is two for eight in the series. Jimmy Wynn on deck and Steve Garvey to follow. Bronce had a home run in the fourth inning and hit the net down the line in the left field just inside the
1: pole.
0: All right, Rooker ready to go to Buckner. that ball on the inside corner for a strike. 0-1. No ball, one strike. 7th inning. Buckner waiting again as Rooker winds and delivers. Fastball for strike two. He got that one on the outside part of the plate. So in and then out. And it's nothing and two to Buckner. Billy steps out for a moment. Rooker taking his time now to read the sign, ready to go with it. The wind up and here it is. High outside for ball one and two. Buckner had a fine year, 3.14 average, seven home runs, 58 RBIs, and many fine plays in the outfield. He's a full-time player now. Apparently, he will not be platooned much more in his career, at least for a long time. Here's the pitch. half spring and he held up on a curve, 2-2. Two and two. two balls and two strikes. The emergence of Buckner and Garvey and Say and Russell and Lopes, and now Jaeger and Ferguson. Dodgers. Coming up to championship style with 102 wins over the regular season. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Billy. Off-speed nuts at the third base side. Rooker down off the mound. Up, juggles, free, so he throws, it away. the stands and Buckner will go to second base and he will hold there. It'll be a base hit and an error as Rooker couldn't pick it up and then when he did he threw it away. So it's an infield hit for Buckner, his second hit of the series, of the game, and it's the second Pittsburgh error of the game. And Jimmy Wynn now trying to pick him up from second base. So Rooker, in his haste to make the throw, after he juggled the ball, trying to pick it up, threw it on one bounce into the seat.
1: Had
0: it not gone into the seat, Buckner would more than likely have been at third base. So actually, the Dodgers might have gotten a bad break on it. Let it hit the box, seat rating and stayed on the field. Buckner was ready to go to third. Jimmy Wynn... Flat out twice and walked. Both times with the runner at third base to fly out. Not deep enough to get the run home. And Wynn led the club in sacrifice flies over the regular season. Now Jimmy looking for a base hit to get in a big run. Dodgers lead two to nothing. And Rooker delivers to Wynn. High and away, ball one. Jimmy yesterday had a double in the right field when they pitched him up and away. And that picked up a big run in the ninth inning. Then he scored the third run of the game. So Wynn waiting. One ball, no strike. Garvey on deck. Butner on second, two nothing Dodgers trying to go for three. No win away. As Rooker comes set at the belt, to look back in the pitch. Off speed, he held up on a curve ball two. Two balls and no strike. Rooker was a little wild at the start. He walked the leadoff man and also walked Ferguson in the first inning. But he has walked only two since that, and one of those was intentional. He walked Win in the third and then Win stole second. And now with first base open, the word comes from the dugout put him on. So here's ball three to win, and Wynn is going to get an intentional pass. And this will be the fifth walk given up by Rooker. That'll leave it up to Garvey to try to stay out of the double play, get a base hit, and pick up a run or two. So an intentional walk comes in. And Garvey comes on. Say to you... Demery warming up down in the bullpen now. And here's Garvey coming on. So Garvey, who led the team and runs batted in for the year, has one hit and two ground outs today. He singled into center field to drive in a run in the first inning and grounded the third and grounded the first his other two trips. So Steve now trying to open it up a little bit. Give the ball couple a little breathing room for Andy as he goes into the final nine outs. Garvey waiting, Buckner on second, Lynn on first, one out. Pirates are a double play depth as Rooker comes set at the belt again, the look in the pitch. Strikes on a fastball, 0-1. Garvey taking all the way that time, wanted to see how he's going to get a start. Ferguson on deck. Garvey had 21 home runs and 111 RBIs. Steve Waits. One strike count. Buckner short lead at second base, just off the dirt under the carpet. Now the look and here's the pitch. Garvey fouls it in the wire. Strike two. So he's quickly in the hole, nothing and two from Rooker. Rooker's a smart pitcher. He knows how to move it around and pitch to his spot. And he is doubly tough when he gets ahead of the hitters. He has had to get out of a lot of scrapes today. So has Andy. They've both been walking a tightrope. Dodgers have left seven. The Pirates have left seven. And we're in the seventh. Two nothing Dodgers. Now the 0-2 look, and Rooker, ready, delivers. Garvey fouls it away, got a curveball inside, and chopped it down foul. The paid attendance today is 49,247. So for the two days, about 90,000, as we had 40,803 yesterday. So about 9,000 more than yesterday. We hope you'll be on hand in Dodger Stadium Tuesday, Wednesday, and if needed, Thursday. All on right, 0-2 to Garvey. Check again in the pitch. Foul upstairs. Out of play. Count stays. Strike two to Garvey. He's going to come back and get the rosin Drive Draw off the bat. Uh, handle the bat. In the inning, after Lopes bounced to the box, Buckner beat out a dribble to the third base side of the mound. And continued on to second base, and Rooker threw it away. Then they gave an intentional pass to win. So the Dodgers really haven't stung Rooker this inning, but they're trying to now. With Garvey and Ferguson to follow. All right. Strike two to Garvey. Rooker set again. Here's the look in the pitch. Five. Breaking ball, one and two. One ball, two strikes with one out. Rooker being very careful now to Big spot for him. He's trying to keep the ball game in control. Two runs. Not too much of a margin for a hard-hitting team like the Pirates who can gather the momentum. So Rooker's trying to keep it close. The Dodgers know that, and they're trying to open it up there. One ball, two strikes. As again, the runners take the lead. Pickoff track, second, and it's not in time. Bucsman gets back with a hand. The fans are rearing it on with a heads. Uh, with their hearts, not with her heads, because he had a hand in there easily. Then it breaking for the bag, and that was on a count because Rooker just whirled him through. But Buckner gets back. All right, a one-ball, two-strike count. Garvey back out of the batter's box for a moment. Now ready to go in again. One and two, one out. Steve was one for three in the game, and he had two yesterday. Garvey waiting, hanging it over the plate. Curt tried to go behind, when the pitch to Garvey, strike three, swinging. Garvey strikes out on a curveball, and we'll pass for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers radio network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. This is American Forces Radio at seven ninety and fourteen twenty. Here's Joe Ferguson at bat, and again Rooker getting a key out. Boy, he has really come out of some tight spots. Now he's trying to get Ferguson. He's still got a ways to go. Joe hit one to the center field fence back in the third inning, but it was caught by Oliver. Then he struck out, he rounded out in the sixth inning, leading off. Fergie. Two hits yesterday, 0 for 2 today. And the Dodgers have two on here again. They've had men on base in every inning except in the second. All right, Rooker ready, and Fergie takes a fastball for a strike, 0-1. Ron say on deck. Base hit and an error, then an intentional walk, followed by a strikeout. He made a good pitch on Garvey, good breaking ball down around the knees. And Steve couldn't handle it. So Rooker gets credit for that one, a good pitch at a big time. All right, Ferguson waiting again, runner's edge off, short lead. And again, Rooker set at the belt to look back in the pitch to Ferguson with a breaking ball, one and one. One ball, one strike with two outs. The game is in the top half of the seventh inning. All right, waiting again. as Ferguson, it's Rooker with a one-one count, taking his time. He doesn't want to make a mistake now. Here's the look and here's the fish. Popped up around the plate. Down the line comes Kirkpatrick, and calling for it now, and makes the play. So again, Rooker gets out of it. As he gets Ferguson to foul out, no runs, in the hit and a error, and two left on. The Dodgers now left nine, and 13 yesterday, and the score at the end of six and a half, Dodgers two, and the Pirates nothing. More football for you now in the second period. Johnson took a 47-yard touchdown pass from Lynn Dickey. The extra point by Butler. Houston leading Pittsburgh is seven to nothing. Second period, a 45-yard touchdown pass from Kenny Stabler to Clarence Davis. The extra point by Blenda Cleveland still leading 17-14. to 14. Then a safety by Brown made it 17-16 Cleveland. And then Pete Vanazak ran three yards for a touchdown. Blind attack tacked on the extra point. At the half, Oakland now leading the Cleveland Browns by a score of 23-17. to 17. In the third period, Sam Cunningham took a four-yard touchdown pass from Jim Plunkett. The extra point by Smith in the third. The Patriots leading Baltimore 28-3. And in the second period, Gary Huff ran one yard for a touchdown. Rotor tacked down the extra point. Chicago's Bears leading the New Orleans Saints by a score of 14-7. to 7. So That brings you right up to date again on the professional football scoreboard. While well, we go to the bottom of the seventh inning, the Pirates fans stand for the seventh inning stretch. And it's a tough game. Two to nothing. The Dodgers carried a one to nothing lead into the last inning yesterday. And had it too, but they have smarter chances. And now Paul Popovich is going to bat for Mendoza as we go to play here in the last half of the seventh inning. Popo appeared as a base hitter yesterday and got a base hit. Down in the bullpen, young Larry Demery is No, Dave Duffy's down there now. And we're going to perhaps have a hitter for Rooker who's due up next. Paul Popovich coming on. Quick hitter batting left-handed in the first pitch the ball. Ground ball up. sets to the play. He's up the Russell, and it'll be a base hit for Popovich. The so Popovich has become a very proficient consider for the Pirates. Opens up with a base hit. And now Ritchie Ziss will pass for Rucker. So Rucker will leave. He works seven and he's allowed two runs and six hits. Four strikeouts, five walks. Three of the walks in center. Two of the walks in center. Ritchie coming on. He hurt the Dodgers during the regular season. Getting a big ovation as he steps in now. He had 313 on the air. Three home runs, eight RBIs against the Dodgers. He had 100 RBIs against the league. Don Sutton got him out yesterday on strike three straight times. So this good bat and Andy working as it on with the infield hit. Fastball low. One ball, no strike. Mike Marshall starts to throw in the Dodger bullpen along with Al Downing. Here is this. That is hit number 6 A comeback come back and bounce off the knee. Four on it. This for a strike. One and one. One ball, one strike. Willie Crawford goes caught into the bullpen. If the Dodgers had to make a pitching switch here, they would make a double switch. Now the look and the one-one pitch. Popped up foul off first. It'll be in the stands and out of play. Right-hander Justy throwing in the bullpen. Right-hander Marshall. Left-hander Downing for the Dodgers. Pirates have had men on base in every inning. The Dodgers have missed only in the second. But it's a low-scoring game, two to nothing. And they're now cheering, let's go Bucs, let's go Bucs. And they are an explosive-type team for the Dodgers. They have been turned back several times in the game by Rooker. Now in the tough spot here. The one-two pitch is this. A little low, ball two and two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out on top of it. The French hitter is on at first base. Papo's been delivering pinch hits like the stock and trade. Now the pitch, foul up the wire. He has been very consistent as a pinch hitter lately. Two and two, the count. Andy working on a big hitter here with Bennett. The leadoff man Do next. and Then you really get into the big buckles. Right now you have this, who was the, one of the biggest of them all during the year. He's been here as a pinch hitter. So Andy who's been in some scrapes today has one confronting him now. I think he could turn it around quickly. The two-two pitch. Lyons is set a third at A base Off of it goes to second and stops there. And the pilots have two on nobody out. Walter also will come out and have a talk. The Met's is: James Lyons will run for a first at first base during the firing run. are leading, but their lead is in jeopardy now, as the pinch hitters Popovich and Zisk have come up with base hit. Seven hits now, Marshall in the pen, Messersmith working, and also will ask Andy how he feels. And if Andy tells him he's getting a little tired, he'll come out. Marshall has not had too much success against the Pirates, and the Dodgers realize that. Andy will stay on here and fix the tennis. It will probably be a bump situation for the Pirates now, whereas the fang runs on late in the game and Sennett's coming on. The Dodgers have missed several chances to score extra runs in the game. And I might wish they had some of those before it's over with. I it at that. The Dodgers look for the bump. Here's the look, and he's around the camp. Does back toward the mound. Andy Schoen will go to first base town, and of town, The Robert go to play. The cheering is because the Pirates have gotten their first man to third base in the series. On top of it is at third. Clown is at second. Edner is at that. It is two to nothing Dodgers and the Pirates threaten now. Ricky Hefner has singles, hit the double play and walked. and on deck is Al Oliver. So Andy's gonna have to go to the whip now. He does not have a strikeout today. He has walked three, allowed seven hits. And Hefner is up there now. Andy, ready? The looks, the pitch on the way. High, ball one. For the Pirates fans, their first chance to really cheer in the series. Sutton completely stymied them yesterday. They've been turned away today. Now the pitch on the way. Hold on, and that's strike one. He was trying to hit it out of here. He had a home run swing, and he had 18 of them this year. So it's 20 pounds time for the Dodgers. Fire fans making noise. One ball, one strike to Hebner. Andy ready, delivers. Hold on, and that's a good team to strike two to Richie Hefner. went for the change and lift Now we'll see if he comes right back with it or tries something else. Popovich, a pitch hitter at 3rd. Finds a pitch runner for a pitch hitter. at second one
1: out.
0: Hefner waiting. 1 and 2. And he sets the pitch on the way. Too high. Ball 2. Serves the count. The pitch. Ground ball foul outside of first. The Dodgers, of course, are playing the infield back. They'll give up a run to get another out on the ground ball. Matthew Smith would really like to get his first strikeout of the day. He has done, and that is strange. Randy to go this far without a strikeout. Now decided itself, trying to get Hebner a base hit to pass. It is two-two as Andy Strut delivers foul back up All right, two and two. Richie Hebner, number three, left-hand hitter up there waiting. Two on, one out. Andy ready delivers. Ground ball to Garvey. Up with it, carries into the bag, gets the out. One run scored. The run is in. Down to third with the tying run is found. That's the first buckle run of the series. A pinch single off Memphis with leg is converted into a run. The top of it carries it over. Edna out. Tying run third. And Al Oliver the batter has rounded off three times. So the Bucks now have their best hitter up. And the best home run hitter on deck. Last half of the seventh inning. Now Oliver at back And nothing the trying to contain him. The pitch on the way. Swung out and missed, and he went for a bad one. He chased a fastball across the plate. Strike one. And Oliver, it's 3.21. And 3.06 against the Dodgers for the year. Runner on third climb. 2 to 1 ball game. The pitch on the way. Now ball the first, touchdown the
1: third, fourth
0: The third, say, made a desperate lunge at the ball. It bounced off its goal. Back behind the mound. A base hit. It's all five. Sargill. Boom! That must strike one. So Oliver gets an infield hit to drive in the run. And we're all even at two apiece here in the seventh inning. The Dodgers have had numerous chances to score, have now been caught by the Pirates. Sargill is the batter. Nothing but battling. Roll. Ball one. One and one. Pirates get two pinch hits, and they're both converted into tying runs. As Oliver bounce one the third and save made a desperate try and almost came up with a miracle play, but couldn't hold it. All right, a one-one count to Scargill. bringing that bat around. Ground ball to Garvey foul down the line, and it's strike two to Scargill. One and two to over, he has walked, mounted out single, has two hits yesterday. So all even at two apiece. Here in the last half of the seventh inning. All right, it's a one and two captain striker. The left is just going to hang tough. A one and two pick on the way. Five, ball two. Two and two. Andy still has not been able to get a strikeout today. And that is unusual. All right, two and two. Sargent, turn that bat around. Lopes playing in right field against him. The pitch on the way. Outside, ball three. The key to the inning, of course, is the ball on the top of it, hit back off Andy's leg or arm. And he flexed it towards shortstop and he beat it out for a hit. That started the inning. i right, 3 2 pitch runner going. pop outside. Dallas center field, Russell backing up, Butner coming, falling winners is there, Butner makes the catch, and the side is retired, two runs, three hits, one left, score through seven, Dodgers two, Pirates two. There were more upsets on the college football scene Saturday, fifth-ranked Texas A&M was down by Kansas 28-10, sophomore Scott McMichael threw two touchdown passes, one of them a 61-yard bomb to flanker Emmett Edwards. As Kansas rolled a three second half touchdown for the victory. And that wasn't the only surprise. 14th ranked Illinois fell to California 31 to 14, and 17th rated Pittsburgh took a 45 29 pumping from North Carolina. Penn State came from behind to down Army 21 to 14. The number one team in the Associated Press poll is Ohio State, and the Buckeye Seaman Ken on remaining number one. They battered Washington State 42 to 7. Second-ranked Oklahoma scored 42 points in the first half to beat Wake Forest by a whopping 63 to nothing. Third-ranked Alabama over Mississippi, 35-21. Number four, Michigan over Stanford, 27-16. Number six, Nebraska, 54-0 over Minnesota. Number seven, Notre Dame, a 1914 victory over Michigan State. Eighth-ranked North Carolina over East Carolina, 24-20. Uh, the Pirates, Gene Clines, who was a French runner in the number nine spot in the order, stays in the game, and he will play left field. And Dave Justy will come on and do the pitching, and Paul Popovich stays in at shortstop. So the Pirates in that inning got two infield hits, but made the most of them to tie the game. As Oliver got an infield hit, Popovich opened the inning with an infield hit, and now Dave Justy will be the pitcher. Dave with a 7-5 and five record and a 3.3 earned run average. Is making his 66th appearance of the year. Dave leads the club in appearances. Premier relief man, he has saved 12 for the Pirates. Justy gave up a couple of runs yesterday. The Dodgers have squandered chances again today. They have left nine on, they left 13 men on yesterday. And now they have Lance, a, Bill Russell, and Steve Yeager to come on here against Cup. Dave Justy. As the Pirates come up with two and three hits to create the tie, the Dodgers, where did he go? The Pirates have left eight on, and the Dodgers have left nine. So, Rooker and
1: Messerschmitt are uh, locked up. Rooker goes out, he'll have
0: nothing to do with it. Here's Lance has a home run and a double. Solani, two for three in the game. Playing now as Dusty checks where the left fielder climbs, moves him back a step or two. Popovich is a shortstop. He is the third shortstop the Pirates have used today. The Bears who started, was injured and had to go out. Here's the pitch on the way to Ronsay. Checks and its low. One ball, no strike. One over the count. Eighth inning. Ball game tied at 2-2. Here's the pitch from Justy. Line drive around the left field and It's going to be a third ball in the corner. Say digging now. He'll be at second base with his second double third hit of the game. So Ron Say opens up with a double to left field. And boy, he found the spark. And Mashes one into the left field corner. That'll bring on Bill Russell, who has grounded out, lined out, and was intentionally walked. So Ronnie, who is a good streak hitter, has started the streak wheel. The home in and two doubles here today. And here's Russell at bat with Yeager to follow. And then Master Smith. The Pirates now move up Looking for a bunt. Yeager Standing on deck And Say moving off second base Holds his hands apart For the starter to give him another sign He doesn't know what the sign is But he wants to be sure That he doesn't get confused out there If they do ask Russell to bunt Here's the look He's around the bunt And does Back in front of the plate It's a dandy gets better of bed No chance for a play Sengen has no chance And Say is at third base And Russell at first And Russell dumped the bunt Out in front of the plate In the dirt Fangian threw to third and had no chance, and they give Russell a face hit on it. So Russell gets a hit in front of the plate on the punt, and Jaeger do up is going to be called back, and Willie Crawford now will come on and swing a bat for Jaeger. So Crawford will come up, making his first appearance in the series, and the Dodgers have runners at first and third with nobody out as Russell laid the punt down, and Fangian threw to third with no chance.
1: Crawford coming on
0: for Willie his first defense, a 295 average over the year, 11 home runs and 61 runs batted in. So Crawford at bat, and Mester Smith due up next, and Mike Marshall beginning to throw in the Dodger bullpen. Down in the bullpen, Hernandez and Demery are warming up now for the Pirates. All right, here's Crawford now as the Dodgers try to break it again here in the eighth inning. Dusty at the knees, looking for a sign. Bay on third, Russell on first. Nobody out. The infield up. Here's the look to pitch to Crawford. Loops over shortstop, and that is going to fall for a base hit. The Dodgers lead, three to two, with the infield in. Crawford just pitched the ball over top of it to the left field for a pitch hit, and the Dodgers take the lead on a pitch single by Willie Crawford as save, scores. Manny Mota is going to come on and bat for Smith. So the Dodgers now will try to get one going here as Manny Mota will come on. Smith will leave. And Crawford group one to left field. It just barely got to left field at bat, but he will take it at any rate. So the brunt single, followed by the little booper. and that was a big play. Here's Mota at bat, and now the Pirates look for the butt again as Moda's up there with ropes on deck. Three to two Dodgers in the top of the eighth inning. Motor waiting, just be ready to pitch. He's around the front, takes high, throw to second base. Give the ladder. Goes to center field. The ladder's throws up, and the Dodgers get another big break, and Fangin throws it away. He it, Russell in the back with it. It'll be an error on Fangin, his second of the game. So Sanguin in the inning, has made two bad throws. Gets his second error of the game. The other one came earlier when he tried to get ropes uh, on a field attempt. Now the Dodgers have a big break. They do not have to use motor to bunt. They can let him swing away, and the Pirates must bring the infield up. As Van tried to pick Russell off second, hit him in the back, and the throw went to center. The pitch to Moda, outside, ball two. Two and nothing to count. We're in the top of the eighth inning, and the Dodgers lead three to two, trying to build up some points for Mike Marshall, who's going to come in on the bottom of the eighth.
1: All
0: right, Moda waiting. Dusty delivers. Manny, a base hit the right field. Here's one run in. Crawford goes to third. He will stop there on a single to right by Motor. And it's four to two, Dodgers. Four nobody out. Runners at first and third. Manny Mota singles to right. Russell scores. Crawford takes third, and Davey Lope will be the batter. The Pirates use their pinch hitters for a couple of hits. The Dodgers have used theirs for a couple of hits. Mota singles here in the eighth. Crawford to single to drive in a run. And the batter will be Lopes, who has one hit and three at-back. And a walk and a run scored in time. Here comes the pitching coach, Don. It's out with Demery and Hernandez down in the bullpen us see what he's going to do about Dusty. The Dodgers hit Dusty pretty good yesterday. They picked up two runs and four hits against Dave. And today, they have four straight hits and still nobody out. But truthfully, Van Geen got uh, Dusty into some trouble by his throws. He made a bad throw at third of bad throw, uh, standpoint of judgment because he had no play at all on stay on the front by Russell. Then he tried to pick Russell off second base and him even threw that ball away. So Justy will leave and Demery is going to be called in the pitch. Young Larry Demery coming on. He beat the Dodgers in a game earlier in the year. Coming on in the eighth inning, Justy goes out. He is allowed two runs and Dodgers, no walk, no strikeout. He did not get credit for any work at all. He pitched the four batters, and he will leave here with a face with the Dodgers having two on and Davey Lopes threw up. So the Dodgers have picked up two as soon as the Pirates tied it. The Dodgers come back with two on their own and trying to make some more now as young Larry Demery will get the call. Up A reminder, there are still tickets for Game 3 of the championship series to be played in Los Angeles Tuesday at 12.30. These tickets are on sale today and tomorrow at the Dodger Ticket Office on Stadium Way. Tickets for Games 4 and 5, set for Wednesday and Thursday at Dodger Stadium, remain on sale at Ticketron and other Dodger outlets. These may also be purchased at the Dodger Ticket Office on Stadium Way today and for the next few days. So get your tickets. Enjoy the best show in town, the Dodgers. And they'll be playing the Pirates on Tuesday with Doug Rowe to go against either Brett or Keeson. Young Larry Demery, who came out of the minors to help the Pirates in their drive toward the Eastern Division Championship. Larry coming on. On the year, Demery, won 6 He lost 6. His earned run average was 4 As the players say, he can bring it. He throws hard. The Pirates must bring the infield in again, and because they had to bring the infield up twice, the Dodgers have been able to get two hits through them. Here's Lopes at bat. Demery, who is a Los Angeles product. Here's the stretch now, the look. And the pitch on the way to Lopes, low for ball. One ball and no strike. 1-0 on the count as Lopes tries to get Crawford home from third and motor over from first. Here's the look now, the look and the pitch on the way. High for ball two, two balls and no strikes. Ron Say is the 10th player to have two doubles in one championship playoff game. Ronnie has two doubles in a home run today. All right, it is two balls and no strikes. Lopes waits the plate. Wait. Runners on the corners, two in and none out. The pitch on the way. Davy, a ground ball base hit the right field. Here comes Crawford to score, and the Dodgers lead 5 to 2. That run is charged against Justy, and the hit goes against Demery. And the Dodgers have another one now, and the batter will be Bill Buckner. Still nobody out, and five straight hits for the Dodgers. The Pirates, who are a club who can get an inning going and keep it going, sustain it. Now watch the Dodgers sustain an inning. And Billy Buckner will be the batter as time is called. Billy looking into the bench. Mona is on second base. Uh, they may be looking for a runner for Moda at second. So time call for a moment is the Dodgers might be getting ready to have a runner come in for Manny. As Lopes singles to drive in the run, Moda's at second base, and here comes Lee Lacey. He's going to run for him. So Lacey runs here in the eighth inning at second base for Moda. Nobody out. And the reason for, of course, the Dodgers might be going for the punt now with Buckner up to try to get him moved over. Three runs are in, and it's five to two, Dodgers lead, trying to build up a comfortable margin for Marshall. Now Brewer is soaring in the bullpen, so they might not go to Marshall. All right, Buckner at bat has two hits. And four at bat. The Dodgers now have 11 hits, lead five to two, as Demery gets set to work here in the eighth. Lacey on second, Mopes on first. Nobody out. Buckner and are up on the corners looking for the bunt. Kirkpatrick at first and Hefner at third. Here's the stretch to look. And the pitch on the way to Buckner. A wild pitch to the backstop. Lacey comes to third and down to second goes Lopes. A wild pitch. So twice in the inning, when the Dodgers were in a bunt situation, the Pirates have helped them out. When San Guillen tried to pick off roughly threw the ball in the center field to advance the runners. And now Demery comes up with a wild pitch right away. Here comes... Osborne again. We have Pizarro and Hernandez throwing in the Pirate bullpen, and the Dodgers now trying to really open this game up there in the eighth inning. As Demery uncorks a wild pitch, and Osborne goes to the mound, looking toward the bullpen, and we'll see whether he brings in Pizarro or Hernandez. Two veterans, and he's pointing down there to the outside man. From him, that would mean Hernandez. So Hernandez will be called in now to pitch to Buckner. Ramon Hernandez. We'll get the call here in the eighth inning. Well, while Hernandez gets ready to come in, we'll pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. This is the Southern Command Radio Network, an affiliate of the American Forces Radio and Television Service. All right, Ramon Hernandez will come on. The Dodgers will have partners coming up. Hernandez replaces Demery. Demery worked to one batter, a wild pitch. Uh, to Buckner, the second man he's pitching to, and that takes him out of it. In the punt situation, they was to leave Demery in and then hope that he could pitch to the right-hand batter to follow. But now, after the wild pitch, he has to come out, and the left-hander will come on. Hernandez. And we'll check his numbers for you. Hernandez making his 59th appearance, 5 wins, 2 losses, earned run average of 2.75, and he's phase 2. So Ramon Hernandez, a veteran, he's been around a long time. He began playing way back in 1959. He didn't get to the big leagues until 1967 with Atlanta, briefly, and then to Chicago, and then on to Pittsburgh after going back to the minors for a while. Hernandez warms up. And a reminder, after the baseball season, Dodger Stadium takes on a new look. Activity begins immediately for the annual Trailer Coach Association Mobile Home and Recreation Vehicle Show, the largest of its kind, staged by the industry west of the Rockies. The dates will be, for the public, November 1st to November 10th. A little more relaxing and a stroll through the home show will be the mobile home show. It might be good for you in November well, something just as entertaining and much more so will be happening at Dodger Stadium on Tuesday when the Dodgers and the Buckles resume this championship series. Okay, here's Buckner at bat now, and the Pirates again have the infield up. The Dodgers have scored three times here in the eighth, have two on at second and third, and still nobody out. As Hernandez, 5'9", 190 pounder comes on. He is from Puerto Rico, near San Juan, little town of Carolina. Right, Buckner waiting, one ball, no strike. Jimmy Wynn due up next. Three runs in, two men on, and nobody out, and here's Hernandez with a pitch to Buckner. Swung on it, missed for a strike, one and one. Jesse began the inning and pitched to four hitters. and some loose play behind got him in a lot of trouble. The Dodgers hit him freely also. had right, one ball, one strike to Buckner, trying to get somebody else in now. Lacey of third, lopes a second, the pitch on the way. Wow, back upstairs, strike two. One and two to Buckner with Jimmy Wynn on deck. Well, the Dodgers have a lot of work to do out on the field yet because the Pirates have six outs left. And they will have either Mike Marshall or Jim Brewer or now Charlie Huff who's throwing down there. It might depend on how many runs they make as to who's going to come in and pitch. One and two, the count to Buckner. Three in, two on, and nobody out. As Hernandez sets, delivers. low with a sidearm pitch, Two and two. He tilted a little bit that time and came by way of first base down to Billy. Two balls, two strikes, and nobody out. Aye, right, waiting again. Buckner creep by the 2-2 pitch on the way. He swung his bat at it and fouled it back. Bat got away, bounced out toward the mound. So Buckner, guarding the plate, had the bat go out of his hands, and he got just a piece of the ball. Billy singled against... Left-hander Rooker in the first inning, and that set up the first run of the game. So Buckner's in now. A lot of twos on the board. Twenty-two on his back shows the at-bat hitter, and then two-ball, two-strike count. As Ramon Hernandez gets set to go again. Five-two Dodgers in the top of the eighth. The line defender, pitch on the way. Line drive, caught by Pappas at and the runners have the hole. Butner tried to slice one through and Popovich made a sparkling play at shortstop. Diving to his knees to catch the ball just off the ground. So Butner loses a base hit and a couple of runs batted in. As Popovich made a good play on that ball at short. Jimmy Wynn will be the batter. They're going to walk him intentionally and go to Garvey. The first out of the inning comes the tough way. A line drive to shortstop as Popovich went to his knees to play it. Hernandez in walking win on the first one almost threw it away. Wynn getting his second intentional pass. So Jimmy drawing a walk. He'll be put on, and Garvey will be the batter. And Garvey today has one for four, and he had two hits yesterday. Russell has also received an intentional pass today, so the Dodgers got three free ones yesterday and three free ones today. All right, that's a total of six they received today. He's had a total of seven receives yesterday Here's Garvey at bat now And now the Pirates go back and double play that So Buckner was unlucky As Popovich makes a good play on his Nice short shortstop And that came with the infield up All right, bases loaded for Garvey The Dodgers top RBI man for the year Lacey lopes and Win on base So the Dodgers have good runners on there If Garvey can get one Steve Waits, Hernandez ready The pitch on the way Foul up the wire, strike one on to the count to Steve Steve 111 RBIs and in that total he had 8 scoring fly balls Hernandez rubs up a new ball down behind the mound bases loaded three runs in and one man out here in the top of the 8th inning for the Dodgers on deck Joe Ferguson Garvey's the 8th batter of the inning here's the look the 0-1 pitch on the way to him foul away again upstairs to the right strike two so he's quickly in the hole Nothing and two to Steve. The outfield field, a little bit to the left on Garvey. He lost an extra base hit yesterday on a great catch by left fielder Willie Stargell. Zero two count as Garvey waits at the plate. Now again Hernandez ready to go with it. He got a big assist from Popovich for the first out. He's walked Win and now the pitch on the way to Garvey. Tap back to the mound. Here's the pay to the plate. One back to first base double play. McGarvey can't do it. Hernandez comes in and gets a up. And it's a one, two, three double play. McGarvey so pops back to the box for the double play. But the Dodgers go three runs on five hits, one error, and they leave two more. And they have left 11 in the score at the end of seven and a half. The Dodgers five and the Pirates two. Our first final in the National Football League. Kenny Brown ran back a punt, 59 yards for an extra point in the third period. Nick McIntyre tacked on the extra point, and the Atlanta Falcons upset the New York Giants by a score of 14-7. to In the first period, Jimmy Braxton, a one-yard touchdown run, and a, a one-yard touchdown pass, that is, from Joe Ferguson. The extra point was missed at the end of a period. Buffalo was in Green Bay, 13 to nothing. In the third period, Reggie Wrecker, a 16-yard touchdown pass from Jim Plunkett. The extra point by Smith. After three periods, the Patriots leading Baltimore 35-3. to Meanwhile, in the second period, Bobby Bell ran back an interception, 28 yards for an extra point. Jan Stennerud, the extra point. half time, Kansas City leading Denver 14-3. After a period, Houston leading Pittsburgh 7-3. The three points for Pittsburgh, a field goal by Roy Girella. And halftime, Chicago leading the New Orleans Saints seventeen to seven. The last three points for the Bears coming on a three a thirty yard field goal by Rota. So again, that brings you right up to date on the pro football scoreboard. Halftime, Oakland leading Cleveland twenty three to seventeen. The final again, Atlanta fourteen to seven of the Giants. All we're ready to go now. to the last half of the eighth inning of the Dodgers make some changes. Crawford is in right field now. Ferguson is catching. Marshall is doing the pitching, so that means that Marshall is hitting in, well, it's a fine in he's hitting in the pitcher spot, because Crawford came in the game and stays in, and Ferguson moves over, so Marshall is on the mound to do the pitching now. Ferguson comes behind the plate to do the catching, and Crawford goes to right field, and here's Dave Parker's bat. Last of the eighth inning, as Mike Ready delivers. Foul off first and out of play. Mike Marshall, the Man, who was in 106 games during the regular season, won 15 and lost 12 and saved 21. He's on here to work in the eighth inning and try to hold this one for Andy. Five to two, the Dodgers lead. They missed a chance to really get a bundle in that top of the eighth inning. Here's the pitch on the way to Parker. Ground ball, one half to look. Good play. Hit it hard. Davey makes the play to throw him out. One down. And Manny Sangin will be the batter. He's at two for three. We're in the last of the eighth inning, and it is five to two Dodgers. Dodger hitting has been sparked by Ron Say. A home run and two doubles today. He has scored two runs. Five runs, 11 hits for the Dodgers. Two runs and eight hits for the Pirates. Andy worked seven innings allowed the two runs and the eight hits. Did not get a strikeout, he walked free. Marshall's pitch, Van takes inside, ball one. One and over the count. One and all the reading. And Mike ready, wind up and the pitch to Van Geen, fouled away out of play, even up in one and one. One ball, one strike. The Dodgers. Scores three times at the expense of Dave Justy. Van Geen batting one and one. Time called now. Check the count. Ball two called on Marshall as he went to his face while on the rubber. So he went to his face and that'll be called the ball by a plate umpire So Mike now takes the handkerchief out wipes off his face. He's still on the rubber. He went to his face without the handkerchief. Marshall ready to go to San Ginn. Lips it first, Garvey up in the air to make the play for the second out. Soft line drive to Garvey, two down, and the batter will be Kirkpatrick. Here's Eddie Kirkpatrick coming on now, has hit the ball to the infield three times today into a double play. And now the pitch by Marshall on the way. Back ball up high. One ball, no strike. For Marshall, he appeared seven times against the Pirates over the season. Five games finished. He worked seven of the third innings and had an earned run average of 3.8 against them. One on one with them and no save. Next pitch comes high. Ball two, two balls and no strike. No, no count as Kirkpatrick waits with Popovich due up next. Five to two, Dodgers leading in the last of the eighth. A pitch, a strike, two and one. The Dodgers bat in the ninth. They start off with Ferguson, Say, and Russell. Hernandez came in and really choked off the rally, getting Buckner on the line drive and then Garvey on the double play back to the box. All right, a two-one count. Marshall ready delivers. Strikes on a slider. Two and two. So Mike Marshall. Ready to work here now. to Kirkpatrick, even up at two and two. Mike, technically in his one hundred seventh game of the season. Screwball, grounded foul down the right field line, and he broke his bat on that one, and he has to get a new one. So Eddie Kirkpatrick going back to get some new lumber. The Dodgers leave after the game, fly home, and then work out tomorrow as do to the Pirates. And then Tuesday at twelve thirty, away to go again. Two and two, the count. Marshall ready again in the pitch. Wild ball in the right center field. Well, there's Crawford and Wynn. Wynn has the play. He's there. And Jimmy makes the catch for the out to retire the side. Pirates out of order in the eighth inning, so we've gone through eight. Vinny will be here with more play when we go to the ninth. With the score, Dodgers five and the Pirates two. Carlos Monzón knocked out Australia's at Tony Mundini in the seventh round this Saturday. To retain his World Boxing Association version of the middleweight title, it was the record 10th title defense for the Argentinian, and in March's 76th, the straight bout without a loss. The New York Stars, who became the Charlotte Stars, are now the Charlotte Hornets. Upton Bell, the vice president and general manager of the World Football League Club, selected the name from thousands of entries submitted by Charlotte area fans. Unbeaten Foolish Pleasure captured the $144,000 champagne stakes for juveniles at Belmont Park, his seventh victory in a row. Also in horse racing, Saturday, that is, impressive style, took the autumn stakes handicap at Santa Anita. Robbie Allison won the second annual 300-mile late model sportsman auto race in Charlotte, North Carolina, Saturday, in a near-photo finish. The Grand National veteran fought off last-lap charges on the fourth turn from reigning sportsman champion Jack Ingram and L.D. Ottinger. Well, we go to the ninth inning from Three Rivers in Pittsburgh with the Dodgers leading by three, five to two. And we also turn it into a simulcast. The KBC and the Dodger Radio Network. And another love Los Angeles Cook-Up. And into the ninth we go. Joe Ferguson will start it off. then Ron Craig, followed by Phil Russell. Against left-hander Ramon Hernandez. And the record are Dave Jutty, to lose and Andy Messersmith to win. Joe Ferguson has walked, robbed of a hit on a fine catch by Al Oliver, grounded out and fouled out, and he looks at one away, for one In fact, Fergie robbed of a hit, it is one of two Dodgers starters without a hit. The other is Jimmy Wynn, who's walked three times, and Fergie pops it up on the right side. Ready, Sennett, waiting for it to come down, and the second baseman puts it away. So Fergie pops up, one away. Ron who has suddenly <laughs> turned into a monster as for as Pittsburgh is as concerned. Yesterday, Say was very quiet, went all three, made a couple of errors. First time up today, he fouled out with the bases loaded, and then suddenly, the next three at bats, a home run, followed by two more doubles, and he grounds one into the hole off He 12 for his fourth consecutive hit, just a single. But it's not fishing, you don't throw the little one back. He's four for five. Taking another look at it, heading for the hole, and Hefner did well to get his tips on it, and it went off the glove. Well, so Ronnie Say, a one man gang now. Because I remember Tom Lasorda, who managed Say all the way in his final league career. Lasorda said, he was Run, a, a hotter hitter when he gets out than Ron Say. There is Russell. Russell lined out. his back to the box. walked intentionally and received a bunt single. Breaking ball is popped in the air around the plate. Stan walking right behind Russell has to put him out of the way to make the catch. So Russell fouls to Stan Geen. Two down. And the batter will be Willie Crawford. <laughs> Willie Crawford came in as a pinch hitter for Steve Yeager in the eighth inning and hit a little blooper that would normally have been caught. But his blooper came with the infield up, and Popovich could not get back and get it. It dropped for a base hit. And that was the first of the three eighth-inning runs. So Crawford, hitting 295 With two down, say at first. Ninth inning, 5-2, Dodgers. And the pitch outside, 4-1, 1-0. Interesting how the number three popped up. We were talking about it before yesterday's game. Prior to yesterday's game, Walter Austin had managed three thousand three hundred and thirty-three Dodger games. Just psych- a the The series opens up in three rivers stadium. The Dodgers won yesterday, three to nothing. And they are leading today by three. Somebody holler, who cares? One and one, the count to Willie Crawford, his side armor is low, fall two, two and one. Five runs, a dozen hits for the Dodgers, two runs, eight hits, and whoops, three errors for the Pirates. Two and one, stay standing at first. And Crawford waiting. at the bell. The check of the runners, the left hander deals, and the strike is over at the knees. Tied off fastball, two and two. When the bus hits in the bottom of the ninth inning, they will have Paul Popovich, Gene Quine, and Rennie Sennett. But remember, Stargill is no longer in the lineup. They took him out. Two and two. The count... Ray Hernandez working on Wooly Crawford. 5 2 Dodgers in the night. Left hander ready and deal. Sidearm curve outside. He just missed the corner. 3 and 2. Hernandez is a contortionist. He really has a rubber left arm. And he really puts stress on it. He whips and curls that thing behind his back. Throws sidearm to left handers by way of first base. It must be very tough to pick up the ball. Because he gives you a lot of elbows and kneecaps. Three and two to Willie Carver. Two down, so Ron Fay will be going from first. And then there's Ready and Deal. Slow curve, got him swinging. So for the Dodgers tonight, no run. One hit, they leave him in. And at the end of eight and a half innings, Dodgers five, Pirates two. A couple of more football scores in now. The New England Patriots continue to pour it on the hapless Baltimore Colts. John Tarver ran seven yards for a touchdown. John Smith, the extra point in the fourth period. Now 42-7, to Patriots leading Baltimore. 42-3, to that is. Meanwhile, in the third period, Cliff Branch caught a 10-yard touchdown pass from Kenny Stabler. Ageless George Blandon tacked on the extra point. And now in the third period, that up the score at the time to a 30-17, Oakland over Cleveland. However, Clarence Davis ran one yard for another uh, touchdown by the Raiders, Blanda again the extra point. Still in the third period, Oakland now leading Cleveland by a score of thirty-seven to seventeen. And keep in mind that at one point in that ball game in the first period, the Cleveland Browns were leading by a score of seventeen to seven. How things can change in the third period now. Oakland leading the Browns by a score of thirty-seven to seven. Our game, the bottom of the ninth, five-two Dodgers of the ninth inning, with the Dodgers leading the fire at five to two, Paul Popovich will start it off. Again, a reminder in guessing the estimated time of arrival for the Dodgers. The flight time is somewhere between four and a half and five hours, depending upon the wind. And it will take the Dodgers about two hours from the last out to get off the ground. So, therefore, from the last out, the Dodgers would then be home somewhere between six and a half and seven hours. The Pirates and their wives and officials of the ball club are also heading west, although we do not know their time of arrival. Paul Popovich, he singled off Andy Mechismith's leg. And He's two for two as a big hitter. And now we're Mike Marshall into the wind up and field, high and away. One handed by Joe Ferguson, ball one. Tuesday at 12.30, Doug Rowe, who to go for the Dodgers. And no one is sure, including Danny Murtaugh, as to who will be the Pirates. Might be Bruce Keeson, might be Ken Brett. The next one to pop is a fly ball in the right center. Jimmy Wynn angling over with Crawford going behind him, and it's Wynn for the Cats. One away in the ninth inning, and the batter will be Gene Klein, who went into the game as a runner for Richie Ziss. We get a report from Fred Clare, uh, who carries it from Dodger Fire. Luke Carlisle, that the estimated flying is four hours and fifty-five minutes. So let's just say five hours. Add two to that, and you would guess the Dodgers will be home seven hours from the last out. There's a roll of the ropes and he throws out twins, and suddenly there are two out in the ninth inning. And the battle will be ready, center has retired five in a row. Dennis has tried to left and walk, tried to right and sacrifice. Two down in the ninth inning. Five to two Dodgers. Give him a big jump in the best three out of five. And going home. Into the wind up and a fastball on the hands. A little looper, Russell is calling, he's got it. And the Dodgers have knocked off the Pirates again, this time five to two. As Mike Marshall comes in to hand the last six outs easily after a courageous performance by Andy Messersmith to get the victory. The losing pitcher is Dave Justy in relief of starter Jim Rooker. So if you look at your watch now, you can figure out just about six and a half to seven hours and more like seven hours the Dodgers will be home in Los Angeles and what a happy ball club they must be to have a jump two games to none in the best three out of five They'll go home heavily favored. Doug Rao will go against whoever Danny McCall decides to put him and he hasn't any idea yet or at least he's not saying the Dodgers five runs a dozen hits and no errors and the Pirates two runs who could not win a game at Three River Stadium all year. They were over six years have won the Big Two this year in the championship playoffs. Only not forget Tuesday from Dodger Stadium, radio and TV. Game time at 12.30 and warm-up time at 12.15. But once again, the final score of the ballgame, Dodgers 5 and the Pirates 2. This is Vin Scully, along with Jerry Doggett, inviting you to stay tuned for the post-game show. Well, we're going to uh, break away at the meantime for the moment, uh, only because, of course, it'll be at least three or four minutes after the commercials before they will get to the pre-game show. We want to let you know that this broadcast is authorized on behalf of the Dodgers and Pirates, solely for the entertainment of the AFRTS listening audience. And our thanks goes to Vin Scully and Jerry Doggett for the description of today's game. the final score, once again... Los Angeles 5, Pittsburgh 2. The Dodgers lead the best of five, series 2-0. Army Sergeant Preston Clough, on behalf of Ralph Daniels and Ron Jeffries, this
1: has been a presentation of AFRTS Sports in Washington. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.